Uh-oh, look out. What's that? Brian bounced off the announce table. We've had a lot of action out here tonight. This one we need a Spanish announce table. Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Announce table. like that didn't you yeah yeah that was neat he said that i think it was smackdown mm-hmm. i caught it and i rewound it a couple times and i was like he did that is like well i just so happen to have what you need yes mr mr j jbl huge huge spanish announced table episode five something something i'm not good with numbers we are <laughs> that's why you work in radio yeah. um huge summer slam post show right yeah, and what uh, a SummerSlam it was. SummerSlam delivered. Two of the me. best matches in SummerSlam history, I think, with Lesnar Punk. And then, honestly, Cena, Daniel Bryan. I thought those two matches were really, really good. And we'll get into why later. But, yes, very, very good. Yeah, I, I too, thought it was tremendous. And we're going to get into that. We're going to break that down here uh, in due time, sir, in due time. Don't rush. Don't rush the funk, all right? I need you to keep your head in the game here. But the first segment that we always do, the news, and man, do we have a lot of news to talk about. I mean, we've got, what, Darren Young, we've got Cena, everything, it seemed, happened after our show leading up to this show as far as monumental, really, news. So Yeah, no, big, big news. And you know what? We're just going to jump right into the news. You ready for the news? Let me hear it. The Spanish announce table news. John Cena sideline. John Cena, as said on Raw, will take time off to repair and heal his torn triceps. This puts him out of action for four to six months. John Cena is typically very dedicated to working hard to return earlier than normal. But the going word at this time is that he will take the full time to rest and heal from years of nagging injuries. Yeah, I don't believe it. You know why? Because mm. in four months, if I'm if if you start with September, I believe that times out to Royal Rumble. Yeah, and same time as Sheamus, they can have them both come yeah, out. Yeah, why not? I think you'll forget about one, maybe, and Sheamus. they'll purposely make you forget about one, and then he'll be the surprise, surprise when you're. I, I out. think I think Cena will be back at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Ooh. The Ric Flair train wreck. The Wrestling Observer reports that the Nature Boy Ric Flair soured his relationship with WWE over SummerSlam week, including what they call hijacking the WWE 2K14 video game press conference and possibly being under the noticeable influence of alcohol. The Observer also reports that WWE canceled a scheduled Ric Flair appearance for the pay-per-view itself and have decided to end current negotiations with the former 16-time World Heavyweight Champion for a return to the company. Go to rehab, Ric Flair. I yeah, mean, pull it together. This is when you need to stop with the partying and acting like you know this is 1985 and we're living the high life and I can handle it and also wrestle. Man, 
your life is spinning out of control. It's time to just take a step back and really get some real help. It's just not there anymore for you, Flair. You know what I mean? Well, not even that. I mean, he's drinking as if he's a 30-year-old or even, a, you know, in his early 20s, and he's not. Yeah, he's like, not. He's far from it. Right. And it takes its toll. I can't even do it anymore, and yeah, I used to do it a lot. Right, and he's probably doing it worse and longer than both yeah. of us, yeah. so it's like... You know, you can't do that anymore. Eventually, it's going to kill you. Mm. Fixing what isn't broken, the PW Insider reports that live SummerSlam crowd was deflated after the Randy Orton Money in the Bank cash-in. There have also been several reports by various news outlets of mixed reactions to this angle. Reportedly, WWE Creative feels that this will help build a feud that will elevate Daniel Bryan even higher, while many others feel that he should have been left alone to have his moment and that he was already a made man by defeating John Cena and winning the WWE title. There is even a video of the internet or on the internet of the fans chanting bullshit after the show as Daniel Bryan was standing at the top of the ramp. On his way backstage. You know what? That's exactly what they want. That is exactly what they want. Yes. I think you're right. You're supposed to feel deflated when the heel wins at yeah. the end of the night. Yeah. I think, yeah. It, I heard something, too, on uh, on the AllWrestling.com week interview with mm-hmm. Dan the Cannon. Some guy called in, and he does the NXT report, and he was talking about, uh, at the latest NXT, fans turned their back on Bo Dallas. A group of fans in the crowd turned their back. There was many in there. And we were talking, and Dan said, that should be... I want to see that more often. Mm-hmm. If you really want someone to have a TV, don't boo this man. Right, yeah. Don't cheer this man. Yeah. Turn your back to it. Grab a newspaper, throw it up, and don't yeah. even watch if they all would have, if, they, if that happened and they all turned around, they mm. would have got the message real quick. Right. But no, this is what they want. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's still real to me, damn it. It always is. Multiple reports have surfaced that Alberto Del Rio's black eyes are from a real-life fight in an Irish pub near the hotel he was staying in late Saturday night. Reports are that Del Rio became involved in the physical altercation with several patrons following a verbal exchange. It is said that Del Rio's friend stepped in to help the fight, and Drew McIntyre was also reportedly in attendance and was also noticed to have two knots on the side of his head. No conclusive reports have surfaced as to whether McIntyre and Del Rio were fighting together or against each other. I would imagine they're fighting together. It has to be difficult. After you wrestle a match and you get these drunk retards in the bar going, oh, you think you can really fight? And then they challenge them. And, of course, these guys have egos. Yeah. Of course, these guys are jacked up on God knows what. So they've got a million things going through their mind. And they got this, you know, biker guy, I assume, or some, you know, tough local tough, tough guy. guy. yeah. Right. And they're going to step to him. And, of course, they're going to, you know. Yeah. Hence, it's still real to me. Right. It. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. WWE Bullfighters. Recent reports say WWE plans to repackage Primo and Epico as a Matador-style gimmick for a return to television as Los Matadors. Did you see that? Did you see the promo they ran last night for it? No. Yeah, they ran a promo for it. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. So stupid. I bet it. I literally... It's it's totally (laughs) WWE, though. Right. I literally said... Did they have capes? No, like the whole no, thing? no, no, no. Oh. But I literally said, as soon as the promo was o- over, I go, I hate that. Yeah. And my roommate, Sharkbait, was like, of course you would. I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. You're, you're going to see. You're going to see how yeah. stupid this is. This yeah, he's is a night- new fan, right? He hasn't yeah. been watching very No, long. he started in the Attitude Era. Like, started in the Attitude right, Era, yeah, like yeah. even later in the Attitude Era. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he hasn't seen this cartoonish. Yeah, he hasn't seen mm-hmm. Doink the Clown and all yeah, those. Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. Right, yeah. So, oh. I know, I've seen this, and this sucks. Life imitates art. AJ Lee confirmed in an interview to IGN.com that she is, in fact, dating Dolph Ziggler off camera. It had never been officially announced, but I think some most of us kind of figured or knew that. 
to right. be true. Well, good for her. Yeah. Good for him. Right? I mean, she you said know, they hated each other when they first started working together. That that really that they didn't get along. That uh-huh. like they made kind of made fun of each other. Uh-huh. But they were working together so long, and with Big Enish, and they all became became friends and started. It's that mermaid effect. You know what I mean? Eventually, if you hang out with someone long enough, you start to forget their flaws, and then you just right. go, you know what? She doesn't look that fat. Right, yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> he doesn't eat, you know, he doesn't, uh, she doesn't. Uh, She's only got the one snaggle tooth. Right, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. She doesn't it's, talk all the time, Yeah, you know? Yeah. She only smells when she comes inside. Right. I mean, come on. So something I can you, get over. Yeah, yeah. Bye-bye, Brooke. Brooke Hogan has been fired from TNA. Brooke was reportedly let go due to budget constraints. Word is that TNA felt having a talent like Brooke Hogan was a luxury they could not afford since they were cutting in-ring workers. They feel her pay did not reflect an increase in ratings or merchandising. Word is also that this split was amicable and that Brooke's father, Hulk Hogan, also agreed that the decision was for the best business interest of TNA. You know, you liked her. You thought she was getting really good. She was getting better. And she was getting better, but... Uh, I, I don't their know where defini- she's getting paid. Yeah, their definition. She wasn't moving the ratings, and she really wasn't moving any merchandise. So get rid of her. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. She wasn't wrestling, so you got to keep the wrestlers in there because that's what the fans and the viewers are into. Is that the actual product right. of wrestling? Yeah. So I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's but- not like I mean, her father. I understand will draw some ratings. Mm-hmm. People flipping through the channel and they see Hulk Hogan, they're gonna be like, "Whoa, wait, yeah, what's hold he on. doing? Right. Slow, slow your roll. Right. Give me the damn remote, son. Mm-hmm. I gotta see what's going on here." But with Brooke Hogan, yeah. you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I she's don't. only got the one snaggle tooth, but you still don't care. <laughs> and she's nine foot tall. Yeah. 24 inch python. Yeah. <laughs> Velvet Sky Emergency, TNA Knockout. Velvet Sky tweeted an apology to her followers for not being able to compete at TNA's Hardcore Justice. Sky stated that she had a, quote, extreme emergency scare, end quote, but that she is okay now and will return soon. No official word has been released on what exactly that extreme emergency scare was. It has to be serious. Yeah, to but, call it that. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's another one where the the match wasn't needed, so if it was something serious... Like, you know, when Cena's right. elbow was in the condition it was, well, hey, you're the main event. You're we've the reason. This. Yeah, we've yeah. got all this behind you. With Velvet Sky, no one was really tuning in yeah, to no. see that. So I guess it was okay. You know? When I'm tuned in, I want to see that. Right. But I don't tune in to see it. Exactly. Because I have the internets. internets. And I can look at Velvet Sky mm-hmm. whenever I want. Okay. Let's get away and from do that. Do whatever I want. We're going, <laughs> we're going down a different road here. Sin Cara as Sin Manos as the WWE superstar broke fingers in his right hand on Raw this past Monday. Sin Cara attempted a dive from the ring to the ringside area, did connect with that dive, but immediately called for the ref, and the match was ended. Yeah, I don't even think... My gut feeling was when he was running now, I was like, that's not him. I thought it wasn't him. You know, they've done that before. It just didn't seem like him. It seemed like a pudgy, fat, really white guy. Hmm. But that's weird. That's That's what... Twice now in this year where we've seen matches on Raw get stopped yeah. because of injury. You know, Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton's yes. got stopped because of a stinger. Right. And now this got stopped. That is really weird. It is weird. It is weird. And perhaps the biggest news for quite a while, no days in the closet, Darren Young, WWE <laughs> superstar Darren Young, announced that he is gay to a TMZ reporter who is who was asking Young if he thought a gay superstar could thrive in WWE, to which Young replied, absolutely, look at me. Young said that he is gay and that he is happy. WWE superstars and company officials flooded the media with supporting words and praise for Darren Young, and Young has since been in and out of talk shows and interviews saying that he hopes he can be a mentor to other gay people and hopefully will inspire others to come out. 
man, and he came out in his match on Monday night just with he that was like the biggest match in his career. You could tell it was a big well, deal to him. And they gave him some spots. Right. He looked Yeah. I mean he, he had, it was it was his show. Right. I think I think the correct way to go with this is the way they're kinda going. Yeah. You overly support it in the media, but on camera and the way you treat him and the Prime way you time players. You absolutely ignore it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't change any of our storylines. Nope. Doesn't change the way we treat him. Doesn't change the spot he's getting, although if he's a fan favorite, obviously we're gonna pray him out and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But don't address it. It's yeah. primetime players. Prime it has no millions of dollars. On the thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Unless we were planning on changing this gimmick up, we're not changing this gimmick up. You know, and they've I done like this it. kind of gay storyline before. Remember when they had Billy and Chuck in the whole gay marriage? That actually made the Today Show. Right. When they before the the reveal, which was a great reveal, Eric Bischoff as the pastor, yes. all that stuff was great. Yes. But they've done this whole you know gay flirtation before. So I wonder if primetime players become stale, which we've talked about before this news even came out. They've been getting really good, and they've been getting really good singles matches. You know, maybe they they play this into a storyline in the future after it dies down, then they rehash it up, you know? But as of right now, I think, like what you said, this is perfect. Just don't really acknowledge it. You say it in the real media, you know, Today Show, USA Today, all that stuff. But when it comes to the wrestling world, they're still the primetime players. No, I think it's perfect. It'll be interesting to see where we go from here, but good for Darren Young. Glad he was able to to do something that he wants that's helpful to other people. But we've got to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to break down all that was SummerSlam 2013 when we return to the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. Mixed Martial Arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tears. Tune in every Sunday night at 8 as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big name interviews. In the business of beatdown. He paused with the left and bang! Right on the jaw! Fight show live with Ozone and Team Sunday nights at 8 on Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Now, this made me feel like the coolest kid in the room. Yeah. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just felt like this was prime time for me when I was, I mean, I was. I don't even know, 16, 17, 18. This was for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is the music in my head when I was like, fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, screw you guys. Do my homework. Right. I've got to do homework. <laughs> Can't tell me what to do. Yeah. You think that you're better? <laughs> oh, DX, man. Oh, uh, one of the members of which having a prime spot in SummerSlam. Well, they both had prime spots. One was just doing the uh, the pre-show and had an amazing-looking beard. Beards are the coolest thing this year yeah, in we, pro wrestling. You know what isn't is sleeveless camo vests. <laughs> when you're, you know what I mean? Everybody else on the panel's in a suit. Shawn Michaels looked like a member of the Wyatt family. He looked like he belonged on Duck Dynasty, <laughs> not the SummerSlam kickoff. Right. They're trying to build this up as like this huge, like this WrestleMania light. Yeah. And just... Here's Shawn Michaels looking like he's been What's up, huffing guys? too much ether, yeah. like making meth out of his van. And I've got a deer in the in the back of my yeah. truck that like, I need to skin. I got a deer spoiling. Well, yeah. Are we gonna hurry this up? <laughs> looking like Skinner lost 100 pounds. <laughs> but SummerSlam 2013, obviously Staples Center, Los Angeles, California. Been there 
five years, I think they said now. Yeah, you know that's their home for SummerSlam. It's a good feel. I like yeah, that. You know, I do like, too. It's great for the it's, summer. It's great for the atmosphere, the although, celebrities, all of it. I although, think do you great. think they could like get a bigger venue though? I mean, there's only seventeen thousand people there. I mean, surely they could pack more into SummerSlam if they wanted to. If they wanted to, but like I said, the the media, the the celebrities, yeah. all that connection. In L.A., there's probably something around there. You, you would know? think. I don't know L.A. L.A. Maybe an outdoor well. venue. I mean, you're, you're you always run that risk of. Of rain and bad weather, but if they're risking it at Manias, yeah, SummerSlam in L.A. I mean, right? What are the odds? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but they keep going there, and I always like the shows. But SummerSlam, man, oh, so the, on the kickoff we had the Rob Van Dam versus Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, that was huh? good. Yeah. I liked it. They have a good, they have good chemistry together. It's that yeah. new style of different moves that you don't see, and then RVD who has the Rolling Thunder and all that stuff, and it was a really good blend of of uh, old and new school. Dean Ambrose is just is just badass. He's he's one of my favorites. Yeah, I think that guy's going far. But uh, Shield down there to do some distracting, maybe some run-ins. Big Henry comes out, as they promised earlier in a backstage promo, that they're there to protect mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam. So they, they had kind of having this standoff where neither people want, there was even a cool spot where they were fighting like in between. Two guys were standing on either side of the two fighters on the outside of the ring about equal distance and they're both fighting and you can see like both teams want to kind of jump in, but they're kind of keeping each other. Right. It was a really good spot. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was a good solid kickoff yeah. match. So now, Reigns ended up spearing Rob Van Dam, causing a DQ for Van Dam, but of course, title does not change hands nope so dean ambrose keeps the belt and it seems like i don't know because you know we're, we're going to get into raw you know later yep, yep, but yep, yep. rob van dam just kind of forgot about it goes with albert and yeah, Rio, I so i think that just kind of was a one-time thing yeah i think that was just kind of a one-off it was is the kickoff so we knew we'd have a great wrestling match between these two right maybe and they've it, even worked together on the indie circuit that we don't you know what I mean? and what that's what i was gonna say maybe that was a really cool moment for dean ambrose to say i worked with rob that's van true. dam yeah, yeah. at a summer slam yeah in my first summer slam oh well follow that up with the opening match mm-hmm. for summer slam the Ring of Fire match. I was surprised this was the opener, but they generally do a big match for the opener. So this kind of fits. Yeah. Because it's not one of the big, big media main event ones, mm-hmm. but it's one that the wrestling fans are looking forward to. You catch your eye. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Ring of Fire. It kind of sets the tone for, man, this night's going to be awesome. Yeah. Now, I kind of it left a little bit to be desired for me. It was a really quick match, and if the Ring of Fire is this... Ring of fire. Ring of fire. Right. Well, you know what? I'm just going to put a blanket over it and walk over. Yeah. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. Just, I mean, pointless. Yeah. I mean, have the flames be 10 foot and, tall or something. And the first thing is one of my picks, which we'll go over later, was that Kane gets thrown through the ring of fire. Ring of fire didn't even touch the bottom rope. So yeah. I mean, there's no way he would have got Like, you could throw the guy over the top rope and even have fine. Right. I thought maybe they were going to have, like sticks around the outside of the ring and big flames but you can't see it there's tv issues so i guess that's why they don't do that but it is just a gimmick just to kind of sound and look cool right and it was just a normal quick raw match really that was a monday night raw match the only cool part was afterwards when kane you know gets dragged out and they take the stairs and kind of do the concerto uh, with the stairs to his head, and then they carry him out. I thought that was the coolest spot. Yes. They literally carried him carry out. Him out. Like they, they didn't leave him there. No, they like they both kind of each mm. have an arm, have him draped, and they carry him out yeah. off into the darkness. Yes. See, I yes. like that. That's cool. Um, but the match itself. Are we, are we gonna see Kane in a room going obey, obey, obey? That would be obey, awesome. Obey. I love Glenn it. Jacobs. Yes, I yes. told you. That's yeah. what I want. Um, and they even said on Raw we haven't seen or heard from him. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
I mean, it makes sense because if you go outside a story, he's filming yes. See No Evil 2. But as far as for storylines, yeah, that's great. I will see that movie not. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> even see the first one. So I won't I. see this. Although I heard second. he did play, I mean, he, he would fit playing a serial killer role, like crazy maniacal monster. My thing like is, and this is off subject of SummerSlam, but, you know, in the first See No, see no Evil, he didn't have a mask. Right, right, right. So does he, now he has a mask, so does he take it off again? Oh, uh, yeah, cause I mean, it's, it's different, it's a different character, different, so I would just think. But then, do, do we see Kane yeah, without a mask and when he's he never, comes back? But, see, when he came back with the mask, it was never about hiding my face or anything, it was, right. I'm going back to the monster. Right, yeah. Right, so. We'll and now that I'm gonna be a monster that does a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyhow, the match though, the stupid flames, they get, you know, yeah. doused out by, Blanket, come on! Yeah, that was weak sauce. Very, very. But we move on to another highly anticipated match: Damian Sandow, Mister Money in the Bank, versus Cody, uh, no mustachioed Rhodes. I think that was stupid. I think everyone loves the mustache. Yeah, I think he looks better without it. But yeah, but it's it a is, more gimmick. It gave him an identity. Yeah, you know, it now did. he's just now he's just you know Cody Rhodes, s- standard wrestler, son of a son of a plumber, whatever. Yeah. Now, I mean, it was a good match, back and forth. There was no outside interference. It wasn't, you know, Right, and they kept talking about how Cody Rhodes is ready for the world title. Yeah, they did. They are talking about Rhodes. I think this whole feud is more about getting Cody Rhodes over mm-hmm. as a face than it is about Sandow. Because you don't need it right now. Sandow's got the briefcase. He can save it. Yeah, he can He can be used a couple months from right. now. Right, you go on Job Squad and right. get the case for a while. I think this is another bold prediction from T-Mac. Bold prediction from T-Mac. We'll have that sound bite later. But bold prediction for, for T-Mac. Uh, I think we? Cody Rhodes <laughs> yeah. I think Cody Rhodes will win the title, and then Damian Sandow will cash it in and beat Cody Rhodes. Get what I'm saying? Kind of. Oh, yeah. So they're going to... Be- Cody Rhodes on a Daniel Bryan style heater, right? Maybe not to that level, obviously. Right, intercontinental because you can't force level. that level of yeah. One. But, but he'll beat Del Rio, and then something will happen. Del Rio will kick him or something, you know, being pissed, and then he'll be laid out. And then Damian Sandow Sandow comes out, pins him one, two, three. Ha! I was always the smarter one. I think that would be perfect. Uh, what if Sandow even helps? Cody Rhodes to win it. Yeah, and then beats him. And then, yeah, like he comes out, he he does something that, that hinders Cody Rhodes' opponent, mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio or whatever. Cody Rhodes pins him. Everybody's like, oh, man, is Cody Rhodes going heel again? No. Match is over. Sandow's like, congratulate him. He's like, yeah, yeah. Smack. Ring the bell. Right. I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, man. That's my prediction with uh, the, the world title. They need to hire us. I know. Of course. They need to hire us. I know. This is ridiculous. If you go to my picks, which we will later, hopefully, uh, you'll see how right I was. But uh, anyhow, continuing with the World Heavyweight title match, we had Christian versus Alberto Del Rio in a very good match. I mean, Christian and Del Rio, yeah. the one thing they don't suck at is wrestling. No. It's the other things where it kind of doesn't make yeah, me care about the it. Pieces, they don't have all the pieces to the puzzle. Right. But, man, you get those guys in a wrestling match. Yeah, and they're great. Oh, man, so, they were great. It was kind of... Anticlimactic. I think everyone, uh, as far as I feel, kind of knew that Del Rio was going to win. It's just now interesting how where Christian will go. Yeah. Does he go heel or does he quit or you know whatever? Yeah. But he got him to tap. He got Christian to tap. Yeah. So this can't even like. Yeah, it can't be like oh, it was a handful yeah, of tights. No, one, no. two, three. Christian, you gave up. Yeah, you gave up your chance. So I, uh, I don't think they'll have to be able to. I think they're going to go with some angle of 
I screwed up my last chance. I still want to get there. I think there's another world title run for Christian somewhere eventually, if not only just to be a placeholder mm-hmm. for somebody else that they want to take it from him. And I think that might be the angle they're going to go with there. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense, but my gut feeling is is he's going to say, I was so close, you know, if I would have went back to my dirty tactics, I would have won the title, and then then he'll go heel. That's my guess. Yeah, and then we saw Miz backstage uh, beating up Fondango. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, that was kind of like a running theme between yeah. the two, and I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Well, I mean, we'll get more into that on Raw. Yeah. They kind of go there, so I think mm-hmm. there's something built in there. And then we get Natty versus Brie Bella. Yep, we did. That's yep, my comments. We got it. <laughs> um, the Divas matches, they have some good talent, and they could be providing so much more. But I guess this is not what they want. They want them out there to parade Total Divas around. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it's going to go. But, I mean... A very forgettable match like most Divas matches are. And that's not a, a slight on them. Because one of my favorite matches of all time is the WrestleMania match between Mickey James and Trish Stratus. I yeah, like Divas no. matches. They can be good. This match. But these matches, these Diva type of matches, shouldn't even be on the show. Just have them in the backstage segment. Give this... The the Shield versus Big Show and Mark Henry spot. Yeah. You know? Um, you could, well, you could no, fit both this, in. This should have been AJ versus Caitlyn. They shouldn't have rushed that feud. Right. Made it a tag team situation. Should have been that for the Divas title. Right. But they want a promo, cross promo, mm-hmm. E, or whatever else. So that's what we get because this is one of their big media darlings is the SummerSlam, but... Um, you know what? We might just take a break here because the rest of them, I think, we'll lean into and we'll be able to fill a whole segment off. Yeah. Of Don't you think? Yeah, because I want to talk about good. the uh, CM Punk Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about that. And I like the backstage segment with Ryback, so we'll get into that, too. Um, There was a Ryback segment on the SummerSlam? Yeah, on SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're definitely going to get on that. We're going to finish covering SummerSlam. We're going to put it through the Spanish announce table so we can move on to Raw and the after math the fallout thereof but that's all when we return to the spanish announce table on the trending topics network One zero two five, the fan, the biggest name in KC sports radio, Jim Rome. Give it a shot. You want something radical? Try that. Jim Rome is sports radio weekdays eleven till two on FM Sports Radio one zero two five, the fan. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. This is another one where I feel really cool. When right. Especially when they get in the ring and then they do the, uh, you know, badass Billy Gunn yes. and all that stuff. I just I stand up there and I, you know, gyrate my hips and I'm just, I love this song. You know, you just, yeah, you feel tough. Right. Like, hey, man, I'm going to kick your ass. I feel, I feel cool. Yeah. They did really well with the Attitude Era theme music. Yes. All the Attitude Era. I mean, it's talked about in such high praise. And, you know, I'm sure it's rose-colored glasses because... We remember the good and forget the bad. So, yeah. I mean, May Young did give birth to a hand. Okay. I think that's awesome. All right. So there are some things that were kind of like. Valvina's got his penis cut yeah. off. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, to each his own. Um, you know, some guys like that. Um, and so, they actually brought in the guy, the John Benet, whatever yes. his name. They actually brought him into Raw, which is so stupid. I forgot yeah. all about that. Yeah. But when they were hitting 
They were hitting they were on just, all cylinders. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was probably one of the best times in professional wrestling history, if not the best. Yeah, you can make an argument for that rock and wrestling mm-hmm, Hulk Hogan connection, but oh man, know. true wrestling fans will tell you nothing better than the Attitude Era, right? Because it encapsulates the feeling of the you know traditional wrestling fan. Yep. Oh, uh, but SummerSlam rounding out the SummerSlam card. Up next, we had the best versus the beast. But before that, I wanted to get into Ryback because Ryback, it like I said a couple weeks ago, he is doing so awesome as his heel. And what I like is they're not doing the t- traditional heel where he goes in and has a squash match and I'm Ryback and I'm unstoppable. It's I'm backstage and I'm being a bully. And I'm pouring soup, like as we saw on SummerSlam, I'm pouring soup down your back. Yeah. And, you know, on Raw, I- I'm making you... Yeah. Fill up your bag with up, water. Yeah. Oh. I mean, he's doing such these asshole things, these bully tactics. Yeah. And you make it makes him unlikable, but it's, it's still cool. Yeah. Like, they're not doing the, okay, and he runs through like a Goldberg-type match, which they still keep chaining yes. Goldberg yeah, at Yeah, they do. But they he's, do. he's so much better now, or he more than that He doesn't have to look at Goldberg, really. Yeah. I mean, like, we got to stop chanting anytime there's a big guy with a bald head and a goatee. Yeah. You know Goldberg. I mean? no. And he doesn't even have a goatee. To, right. right no. back, doesn't. But I mean, like, he just had that push. I get it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like. Initially, yeah, I could see the Goldberg. Okay, this is a knockoff. Now, he's a bully. Yeah. He's an asshole. Totally he's a different. jerk. And he's doing really well. And yes. that was a really cool backstage, he, backstage segment he's on the best, uh, SummerSlam. He's the best bully in the business. Yes. Yes. But anyhow, now we get into oh, the best versus the beast. CM Punk, Brock Lesnar. Oh man, this match! And this uh, before we get into the wrestling part of it, the reason why I like this match so much is because you know my favorite sport is MMA, and they incorporated it the right way. So TNA, if you're listening, they did it the right way. They had a pro wrestling match, but then. And here I made a list of what they did in the match, and I okay, thought this yeah, was really yeah. cool. Lesnar had Punk in a Kimura. Right. Awesome. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. Lesnar pulled guard, and Punk managed to pass to half guard. Punk steps over and then went for an armbar. This is all stuff you'll really see in a fight. Right, right. But they didn't make it the gimmick of, like, when this Angle and Joe fight, did right. an MMA fight. They're just yeah. doing a pro wrestling match and incorporating real stuff that works. Right. Also, Brock Lesnar locks in his arms together and stacks out of it. Like, that's a really way right. how to get out of it. And then Punk put uh, Lesnar in a triangle. See? That's all cool shit to me. Yeah, it's um, and that's good. That's incorporating, because there are going to be some eyes from the MMA world watching Brock Lesnar. Because, they yeah. Might, they might take a peek. Right. It's going to be there. And when... The the fan who likes MMA and pro wrestling, they're going to go, oh, that would never work. That would never work. You know, this is so fake, that whole moniker. Well, yeah. these guys are doing real things. So I just thought it was so great that they incorporated it but didn't make it gimmicky. Another interesting wrinkle to this match was uh, in the pre-show, it is announced that it's a no-DQ match. Which played a lot into yes. the match, as we saw. Uh, steel steps, mm-hmm. table. Paul Heyman got involved. The announcer's table. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, mean, I won't say which one, though. <laughs> that other announce table. Yeah. Um, but, I mean. The less cool announce the, table. The things you'd expect. And here's what's great is they had the things you'd expect, but it's still so cool to watch. And that's what I'm saying. They blend real stuff because Lesnar yes. is a real fighter. Punk trains with the Gracies, real jiu-jitsu. 
And then they have the cool going through a table, the F5 on a chair, stuff like that. The That's suplexes. how you do it. The Lesnar suplexes just, and the slams. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know how, just even, even though it's worked and it's, and it's everything like Punk had to be hurting after. Oh, that definitely. Match. I think when he was limping oh. on Raw, that was all real. Yeah. I don't think that was fake. Cause those guys put on a beat down. And that was one of the best SummerSlam matches. Uh, in, in history, I really feel. Yeah. I think it's top 25. It's a great match. Right. And I mean, it ends with the F5 on the chair. Right. Just. And uh, I really think this is a real testament to Brock Lesnar because I feel like this is his best match in his second run. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah man, probably right. And if he's getting better, man, I really wish they'd work on something where he could do more dates. I know he doesn't want to and all that. He doesn't want to and he doesn't need to. But he's getting better. He doesn't like traveling either. Yeah. Really hates traveling. Oh, yeah. He wants to stay in Minnesota with Sable. Which, hey, I don't blame him on Shop that. Chop wood right, and but hunt and whatever he does. He's but. getting better, which is just, you know, if you have that talent and it's getting better and better and it's already so over, why aren't you using it more? So, <sighs> I don't know. But, SummerSlam, Dolph Ziggler and Caitlin versus Big E Langston and AJ Lee. And I know you've been biting your nails in anticipation oh, waiting man. to see this match. I was. You were just, this is... Uh, it was a good storyline, but I think they ran out of gas. Yep, they they did too many cool stuff. They did too many cool things leading up yeah, to this, boom, to where boom, then boom, boom. it was like, okay, what else? Nothing. Okay, yeah. and hopefully it's over. I mean, I think so. And you know what I mean? Good match, though. I mean, these are obviously of all course. good workers. Yeah, all really this wasn't good wrestlers. Your, this wasn't your total divas. Let's slap together divas with some wrestlers and see what happens. Right. No, this was a good thing. I mean, there's back and forth. There was moves. There was holds. Mm-hmm. So, and it worked out. I mean, it delivered. It was a pay-per-view quality match. Very good. Very yeah. good. And then we get to the main event. The main event of the evening. John Cena puts up his WWE title against Daniel Yes Bryan. That's what I'm calling him. Daniel, Daniel Yes Bryan. Yes. And, uh, man, what a match. I don't know if that's going to go over. Yeah, I don't care. I'm all right with it. You know, I'm original. Okay? I don't do things for what other people Yeah, think. I do it for me. So. Yeah. What a great match. I mean, the, oh, yeah. the kicks. Oh, man. He gave him a black eye. That was, yeah. a, that was like a, it reminded me, man, I'm having trouble talking right now. It, because I'm so excited. Yeah. It yes. reminded me of an old school, like Japanese, uh, pro wrestling match where it was really stiff kicks. I mean, he yes. gave him a black oh. eye for God's hey, look, sakes. This is another one where Cena was out to prove himself. Right. All right. You guys say I can't wrestle. I'm mm-hmm. going to go out with your golden boy, your best wrestler, your measuring stick. With a torn gonna, tricep. With, we a, find t- out with later. a torn tricep. Yep. And you're going to find out how much I can go. And Cena delivers. Hey, look, man, big match. Cena puts on the big match mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. The problem with when we say five moves of doom is because they generally prayed him out on Raw when he's a champ to do a squash match, essentially. I yeah. Mean, he's going to have a little bit of back and forth, but it's one of those 10-minute mm-hmm. getting in and out. Yep. But Cena's got a repertoire. Yeah. He's been around. He he's can, worked with the best of the best of the best of yeah. the best. He can wrestle. He can go. But this goes back to my point as we go on into this match. I mean, there's so many good submission locks. I thought it was cool that Daniel Bryan had John Cena in the, the STF. STFU or yes. whatever he calls yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was really cool. You never saw Cena in that spot. Yeah. So I and he had it on the arm, the elbow, which yeah. was your pick. And yeah. I was like, we were watching it together, and I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, damn you, you scooped me. <laughs> right. It was really good. But here go- here goes back to my point. When it comes to these big matches, Cena can't beat anyone who's cooler than him. 
He right. loses to Rob Van Dam. Yes. He loses to CM Punk. He loses to The Rock. And now he loses to Daniel Bryan. I think WWE smart in that they know those internet darlings mm-hmm. are the smarky fans yep. and they hate Cena more than they probably like these other guys. And so, okay. You know what I mean? Like, here's, here's your little give, caveat. You know, here, here's tons of funk for the kitties. Hey, here's your guy, you know, here's John Cena getting, getting it handed to him like you want to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty smart about what they're doing. Yeah, but John Cena just can't beat guys who are cooler than him. No. Well, you. well, I mean, you know. But you know who can? Uh, Randy Orton, as we found yes. out. So Daniel Bryan gets the win. Yes. That vicious knees to the face. Mm-hmm. Gets the pin. Yeah. The one, two, three. The crowd chanting, yes, yes. Yes, Triple H in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yes, that was when I started yes. to think about it because, as we were watching it together, I go, "Man, Triple H is touching him too much." Why is he still in the ring? Why is he still saying. in the ring? Why, why is he still there? Yeah, why is he yeah. holding his hand up, doing the yes chant too? Stop and, it! And I think we out. both agreed that there was a swerve coming. Yep. But I was hoping for a different individual. Right, you were hoping for Cena. I was hoping for Cena, but, but I guess that can't happen if he's got six months six out. Six months out, and then Randy Orton, which was great because. You know, he comes out, and then he realizes Daniel Bryan, who kind of challenged him. Yeah, he's like, you he's want like, you this? You want to get in here. Yeah, yeah. Look, and everybody's, uh, crowd's chanting no at Randy Orton. Right. No. Yeah. No. No. And he's just standing there. He holds it high. Yep. Just to let him know. And then he turns his back, and then they start chanting yes, and it's almost like, then he felt challenged. Like, oh, you don't think I can yeah. beat him? He All does right. that look back. He kind of just uh-huh. looks back over his shoulder. Doesn't yeah. turn around. Just peeks and look back over, and then... Boom! Triple H. Triple H pedigree. Yep. Oh, uh, to the face. Yeah. Uh, oh, and it knocks Daniel Bryan out. And then gets the one, two, three. I thought it, the only thing, if I was writing this, the only thing I would have done is Daniel Bryan kicks, kicks out, out, and then Randy Orton RKO's, and then gets the pin. But either way was cool. So we get, I mean, the crowd's not happy. Right. Which is what they wanted. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when the heel wins. That's the, that's the, that's the goal is to get you to be pissed and then tune in the next night or the next week or whatever it is and say, damn it, I want whoever the baby face is, in this case Daniel Bryan, to get his revenge. So Great SummerSlam, man. One of the better ones. Very good. And like I said, those two matches, Bryan Cena and Punk Lesnar, two of the best all-time SummerSlam matches. I hope this trend continues that they keep pushing for big matches at SummerSlam and make it a big media event. I mean, it's 26 years in the making. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. You know what else is a big deal? Spanish announce table. Us. Yes. Us. JBL said it at the start of the show. JBL knows we need a Spanish announce table. And we'll give it to him. And we'll give it to you. When we come back. Kofi? Kofi? Yeah. I like this Kofi. Well, you're only going to hear a little bit of it because we got to take a break. Spanish announce table. Trending Topics Network.
I've heard him. Yeah, he said it. He just said to me, he was passing by in the hallway. <laughs> he said, yo, what up? And I said, shit. <laughs> and he said, hey, know your damn role in listening to Spanish announce table. Say, so, uh, host the damn thing. Thanks yeah, for listening, I ass. I said, yeah, clearly, clearly you don't know your role, Dwayne. Uh, I see you're not even my favorite Dwayne. <laughs> he said, <he's> a, shit. <laughs> That's how me and The Rock is. That's how we get down. Oh, that's so funny. And rocks. <laughs> call him rocks. He doesn't like it. Gives yeah, me doesn't. a noogie when I when I call him that too much. But the fallout from SummerSlam, WWE, not Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. It was a very good show. I loved. I love the feel of it. Yeah, it felt like a post WrestleMania Raw. Yes, and so it was I'm very. Telling, good. Yeah, no. So it started with uh, Cena comes out. Right? He was the first one to come out. Yeah. And he's like, hey, guys, which oh. I thought was so funny because he goes, all right, you know, check out my elbow. I'm really hurt. He's like, I'm going to leave. I've got to leave. And they're like, yes. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and he's he like, couldn't even yeah. hold it. I wanted to get that audio and I forgot to get that audio. Right. But I mean, well, first of all, he's wearing the yellow and navy never give up shirt because mm-hmm. the champion's here shirt doesn't work anymore. Right. Uh, and I mean, yeah, he says he's got to have surgery and the crowd goes crazy. And yeah. Says, yes. 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 And he's like, I'll miss He's this. like, I'm going to be gone for four to six months. And they're like, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, just giving it to him. And he was like, uh, he's like, I'm going to miss this too. I mean, like, you know, you could tell he was enjoying himself, but mm. just that's got a sting to you sometimes. You're going to be like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, right. I know I've got a cheesy gimmick. But, but damn it. On, I'm really man. hurt here. Yeah, yeah. I really got to go. No, but he introduces Brian, says he has earned the right to be called a champion and mm. yada, yada. Crowd goes crazy again. Yes, yes, yes. Chance. And Brian doesn't even get a chance to speak before the heiress to the throne comes out. The woman the of Queen WWE. Bee. Yeah, yeah. And yes. she did great. I, I loved her line when when she said, you know, you're not an A. But you're, but you're a B+. Plus. You're a B+. Plus. And she's like, a solid B+. A plus. solid B+. <laughs> she's telling this really well, like, hey, look, man. You know, like, hey, look. Uh, you know, bad things happen, and you know my husband did this for you know the good of the company. But like, you know, you're good. Yeah, hey, man, we love you. Right. Just you know, you're not WWE just, face of the company. And just you know. And I love <laughs> this angle that they're doing because it, it, it feels like there's no real hate. I mean, obviously yeah. there's an underlying thing that we'll find out as as the storyline develops. But right now it's just the you're good. Just stay in the back. Yeah. Just don't come out. Just, just like, you know, just yeah. lay down. Yeah. Have a good match with Sin Cara. Look, just you're up. You can't find City Hall here. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It, we know what we're doing. We understand. We've been here a while. We're happy for you. Right. But I loved how, uh, Daniel Bryan was being defiant and said, if you fire me, I'll go back to selling t-shirts right. out of my car. Right. You know, I don't need this, but I will get my money's worth. It was very like, go ahead. Yeah. Cause I'm not John Cena. I don't, I don't need to be right. in WWE. I just need to wrestle. Yeah. Well, and they, and he slapped 
the microphone out yeah, of Yeah, and, and then like. I expected Triple H to come out then and be like, hey. Never. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah never. But I liked how he slapped it out of her, out of her hand and then picked it up and then like tossed it. Yeah, tossed it. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you can't throw it. Yeah, So he's yeah. like, there it is. There, what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. Now, very good. Security escorts him out. And then we get Sandow versus Rhodes rematch. Yeah. Four. Another good match. And it looks like it's maybe just to end it. Cody Rhodes gets another win. Right. Hey, this is over. Or at least in your mind. Yeah, I still think Sandow will cash in the money in the bank after Rhodes wins the title and yeah. then... Uh, oh, and they couldn't say enough nice things about Cody Rhodes. Yeah. They did. They, they damn near said how great his armpits smell. Right. I mean, every smell. single thing. Cody Rhodes, world title. Cody Rhodes, world title. But then we get a Brad Maddox, the Maddox, backstage promo, which I loved. Mm -hmm. He shows comments from Dolph Ziggler from the previous night where he had said that he's never really trusted Triple H since he's been working there. Well, Maddox says, well, it's not because of these comments, but simply because Dolph Ziggler likes to show off, and we love to give him opportunities to show off. So tonight he'll face the Shield in a three-on-one handicap match. And the way Maddox sold it, I mean, like right. he's like, Hey, my team's winning here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'm on the right side. Nothing. Yeah. Can't touch me. I've got the confidence uh, for days. You're getting your comeuppance now. Yeah. yeah, I gotta throw some weight around. Yeah, really good. So, then we get a Paul Heyman in-ring promo. And, I mean, what can you say? It was I mean, really good. And there. that's another, I love how they're doing these more new school storylines where it's not the traditional, I hate you, and I hate you, good, evil. It's the, hey man, I, I, I forgive you. You know, just yeah, come yeah. out here and say personal, you're sorry. Personal things. It looks real. Yeah. Like real. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, step aside, get your emotions yeah. out of this, say you're sorry, and we'll be yeah. good. Oh, he says, you know, he's like, together we can, we can get back to that. Right. We can, I, we can put, we can you, I can the put best you back there. In the world. I can put you back there. All I need is an apology. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. kind of like the old biblical story of, hey, you can have all the governments of the world. Just as Satan saying to God, right. like, you just gotta give me one act of worship. Yeah, just yeah. one. Just do it. That's all I come want. On. Yeah. Come on, and, it's, and it's like, you know, you're almost like, well, I would do it. It had that very same feel. I, I, yeah. I could totally see, um, Punk if they needed a big heel to be right. like, all right. You know what? You're right. Yeah. I don't know what you I was doing. Mean? Yeah. Like, screw you. Cause look what happens around here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My good buddy Daniel Bryan gets the shaft. You gotta protect yourself. You yeah. He could have done that, yeah. but he didn't. But it was still a really good promo from uh, Paul Heyman, which you know you always get one of. Oh, absolutely! Now here's one that surprised me: the Funkadactyls versus what I call Lay J, Layla mm -hmm. and AJ. Um, uh, first of all, they announced AJ Lee, the first diva to go over one million Twitter followers. Which okay, you know Twitter's only been around a while, mm -hmm. and the divas haven't been a hot topic since. Right, but. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah, I really thought it would be the Bella Twins, honestly. Right. But, you know, like you said, it, it hasn't been around that that long. You know, what if Sable, Sable probably would have went over yeah, a million. absolutely. Sable's what about huge. Sunny, Trish Stratus, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. But uh, Naomi of the Funkadactyls gets the roll-up pin over Layla. Yeah, and Layla, okay, here's my thing with Layla. She oversold that. Oversold it to, like, stop it. Get the hell out of there. I just like seeing her with her mouth open like that. That was just me. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker that Layla's you like one that. of my favorites. But not, but not with how she's doing this overselling. Cause last week I got mad at her for doing that rope climb thing yeah, for yeah, no yeah. freaking reason. It's like. She's a quirky little girl. Yeah. She's still dating Cody Rhodes. I know she was dating Cody Rhodes for a while. Hopefully, because if I was in charge, I'd fire her. And I know you like her, but this, this overacting bullshit needs to stop because it's annoying. You wouldn't give her a chance to save her job. Maybe, Maybe, but you know. That's bad. We're going to move on. Ziggler versus The Shield, three-on-one handicap match. Now, Ziggler did great. Here was my personal thought on this, right? Yes. 
they've been the uh, McMahon screwed over Daniel Bryan and uh, says so it's just not what we want. And there's been a lot of this prototypical wrestler versus the new wave, right? Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the new generation. So my thought here was it would be great if they let Dolph go out there and do the finger poke of doom to all of them, pin them, and now they're all part of this, you know, they kind of turn face, they're all part of the new generation right, to yeah. go up against the corporation right. that's trying to keep them out, right? Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. The thing I, mean? I thought was interesting from this match, though, is how Seth Rollins legitimately looked like he hurt his knee. I thought he, yeah, I thought he, And yeah. uh Roman Reigns even looked like he, uh, he was concerned because when they're doing the, the three fists together or whatever, yeah. he looked at him and Seth Rollins was like, I'm all right. Like yelling at him, like, don't question me. Yeah. You know, because they knew, because they probably knew they had to work again. Right. And so Roman Reigns is probably looking at him like, dude, are you going to be able to do the next match? And what happens to the shield? Like, let's say that happens. What ha- yeah, what do you do? Oh man, yeah, the shield kind of loses its allure if it's two guys. Yeah. And then what do you do? You fill in a third guy? And then it just, we know because that guy's hurt. And then. I think the shield has to prematurely end at that point. Right. Which is. But luckily, we saw Seth Rollins was able to, uh, yeah, and, and Ziggler puts up a hell of a fight in this. And, you know, God, he can, he sold that spear better than anyone. Yes. The, just the head movement yeah. and the, the hair. He just that, flops. He looks like his body he literally. He ragdolls great. Yes, yeah. yeah. Even on the, on the power bomb, the and triple it's crazy power bomb. That's a quick way to get hurt if you do it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean? yeah. So yeah, I'm sure he's had to practice this well. I bet you he's been hurt a couple times doing that, th- but that way. They eventually overpower him, give him the triple power bomb, which mm-hmm. is kind of a running theme we see throughout the evening, but. Uh, then we move on to Del Rio versus Sin Cara, Sin Manos, as I was, uh, referring to him earlier. Mm-hmm. It's hands. Right. Sin Manos. Yeah. You there you go. There's your Spanish, uh, there uh, you go, JBL. Yeah. Thank you. Shut up. <laughs> um, so because of this, Del Rio wins the rest decision. I almost thought it looked pretty planned, like you had said, because it seems Del Rio so... still was beating on him. Right. And I yeah. thought, what I thought was going to happen, because in my mind, I thought it, that wasn't the right Sin Cara. I thought they were going to unveil who it really was. I think he was going to pull the mask off and then go, you know, this, this is isn't you. Who yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're Sin Cara. Because these guys have probably worked together a lot. Yeah, a million times. Now, Del Rio cuts a promo afterwards, and it was kind of weird because he was saying... He's proved he's one of the best champions in history, and he says he's finally giving the Latinos something to cheer for. And they started cheering. Hero, and they were on his side. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? So yeah, are we yeah. going to get Latinos cheering him? His heel tactics should be an interesting thing. Um, now, Ricardo Rodriguez comes out, says Del Rio is no hero. Right. Uh, <laughs> do us no hero. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say hero. But um, he says he's happy that he's no longer has to represent Del Rio, and that he's happy that he gets to represent someone new. Rob, Rob Van Dam. But yeah. here's the thing. Okay, so now is he a manager? Because uh, I just thought he was a personal ring announcer. Yeah, and you're not going to personal ring announce. Uh, a name like Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work at all. It doesn't work. It's not so saying. now is he a manager? Because it's Rob Van Dam. Yeah. I mean, it's just fast. Now, for Rob Van Dam, his, his character you know, he gets away with it more than anyone else because he's had weird managers. Bill Alfonso, those two yeah. guys didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Bill right. Alfonso was with Taz and Sabu. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense, and Rob Van Dam can make it work. But like I said, I don't know if now Ricardo Rodriguez is a manager or what because I'm confused on his role now. So 
Rob Van Dam runs in. Alberto Del Rio runs out. Yells at Rodriguez. Not really Rob Van Dam, but re- yells so at Rodriguez. So are we going to get Del Rio Rob Van Dam feud here? Do you think they're putting Rob Van Dam already in this? Well, because yeah, because I mean, where else can he go? He's he's been winning matches, but doesn't have a feud. It yeah. looks like Dean Ambrose thing kind of goes away. Yeah. So, so Rob I mean, Van Dam Del right. Rio for the next pay per view, maybe two. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy it. I mean, I won't buy the pay-per-view. Right. But (laughs) real Americans versus the primetime players, including no days in the closet, Darren Young. Right. And like I said, that seemed like Darren Young's biggest match of his career. He was hyped. Yeah, he was all about it. And they made no mention of it. Right. They just said, hey, there's Darren Young. The crowd wasn't even really like, I mean, they were cheering for the guy, those who knew. And I mean, he had the spots. Yeah. He had the lift. He had the finisher. He had the, you know what I mean? And Titus O'Neil, even, you could tell, was yeah. like, good for you. Yeah. Like, he was, I, he you even know. said something about it's my time, baby. Right. I mean, like, you could tell he's, he's feeling finally free. But unfortunately, yeah. Antonio Cesaro, god dang it, man. Can he just get a real feud, a real title, and be a top yeah, they guy? Want a good he's heel? just as good. They want a good heel? There he is. <laughs> Antonio Cesaro. Right. Even if you have him in this setting with Zeb Coulter. Yep. Just, Get, get rid of swagger. Get rid of swagger. Get rid of this real Americans gimmick. Yeah. Just have Zeb Coulter be his manager. Right. And, and move take on. Take him to the next level. He could be the heel equivalent to Sheamus. If given the chance. Uh, but, Sheamus. yeah, whatever. Well, we got to take a break and we're going to finish Raw when we come back. It was a good Raw. Very good Raw. I like Very good crowd, too. Yes. I like the crowd. Anaheim, I think it was, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Anaheim, California. Anaheim, Cali. Well, we're going to come back here after a quick break on the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network, trendingtopicsnetwork.com. Look at that girl there, hips, lips, hair, walks with a flare like she just don't care. Nobody do her like she do her. When you get up, get up to date. Tiki Barber, Brandon Tierney, and Dana Jacobson. Dayton Moore, GM of the Kansas City Royals. This could be the Royals team that brings you back, I think. We feel like we're much improved, but uh, the division's much improved as well. It'll be an exciting year. Mornings 5 till 8, FM Sports Radio, 1025 The Fan. Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh my God, what's going to happen? News and rumors. The Spanish Announce Table. are back for our numero dos of the Spanish announce table. Am I going to have to learn Spanish as we get farther into doing these shows? Aren't you learning some of it? I mean, I'm learning it, but now do I have to use it? Uno. Well, if you don't use it, you lose it. Trace. (laughs) C. 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 What does the letter C have to do with this conversation? (laughs) That's all you need to know. Well, we're talking raw and the fallout. Of uh, SummerSlam. We have a backstage interview with the big show, and he says that he and Mark Henry, Mark Hen- Henry, Mark Henry, he Mark Henry, will in fact team up and go for the Shields tag team title. So we are going to see Big Henry 
Big Henry. I Big love Henry. that name. It's a good name. Yeah, I think you should and write him. Tell hire him. me. Yeah, no, I, I need to tell him I've got an idea and I need to sell it. Big Henry. I did. You know, one of my predictions is I did come up. Uh, well, I didn't come up with it because they didn't take it from me. But I thought of Team Hell No when they started before anyone else. I thought it was a stupid name. I like Team Friendship. I thought that was funny. No, hell no. no hell no. no. I thought it was good. And I, hey, they, came, they went with mine. Terrible. Loved it. Yeah, and you suck. <laughs> no, so Brad Maddox interrupts and refers to comments that Big Show had made about Triple H, a la the Dolph Ziggler earlier, and says, well, you're going to take on the Shield tonight, three on one also, but this one will have all members of the Shield in the ring at the same time. Tornado tag rules, basically. Without Big Show having a tag. Right, and Big Show says, are you sure you want to do that? To the Shield. And it was a really good match because, you know, the Shield was already beat up a little bit from Dolph. So they sold the previous beating and then Big Show being Big Show. And they did really well with that match. Well, they triple power bomb him and then they all cover him, which was cool. Yep. 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 Um, after <laughs> we get a Foot Locker product placement segment. You know, and I thought it was going to be really stupid with Zack Ryder and Justin and you Gabriel. You were right. Well, I thought it was great, though, with Bondongo at the very yeah. end. He's like, can you dance in these? Can you dance in these? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was funny. I'll give you that. I'll like, give you that. I want, next time I go to Foot Locker for shoes, I'm going to ask, can I dance in these? Can I dance in these? <laughs> it's fun. Dongo. Yeah, it was really, it was yeah. done really well. He's good, though. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Curtis knows what he's doing. Yeah. Because he's gimmicky, but, and he's a heel, but you like him. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I love yeah. him. He's great. No, another guy we like, mm-hmm. Senior Ryback. Yeah, he's great uh-huh. right now. Man, what Man. a bully. He's great. Pick it up. Pick it up, and then he's like standing stand on up. it. Yeah, stand he, on it. I, well, he's like standing on the bag, and he's like, pick it up. Yeah. And the guy's like, pick it up. He's like, pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. Turn the water on. So, oh. Put and then just in it. the, laugh, af- or the yeah. laugh afterwards, just, I mean, he's a bully. Just great at it, too. Yeah, because I usually don't like laughing from heels. Because I feel like everyone does it. <laughs> but his was a, man, I just punked that guy. Yeah. He what just, a dumb So he was like literally yeah. happy with yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like a crazy laugh. It was, was like, like, man, I'm pretty cool. He got a good kick out of it. Right. Well, then we get CM Punk, um, who absolutely leaned into some fan in the crowd. This guy had to be a plant. That's what I was thinking. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> not only did Punk... Say he didn't have balls. Then he called him a bitch. Must have been a friend of his or right. something. Then like. Paul Heyman even said, like, I'm not I'm, the I'm fat the guy. Crowd, yeah. And then, and then the, uh, Jerry Lawler was like, you know, that, that fat guy in the yeah. crowd. Like everyone. I think it must have been like one of Punk's friends or something or yeah. somebody, somebody new. Because I mean, he was just like immediately was like, and sir, you know, I mean, you pay for this, but like, you know, I mean, just, just leaning yeah. into him. You don't I got the it. balls to yeah. get in here. He's like, get in here. Come on. Right. Like just screaming at him. So, um, Heyman comes out and he says that, um, well, he calls Heyman out because he says, if all you want's an apology, uh, you just might get it. Cause he's kind of like, I, I get what he's saying. He can get me what I want. And he mm-hmm. can give me the title. That's what I want. Yep. Well, then he comes out and Punk says that, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not destroying you. You know, yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. And, uh, he calls out Heyman for an immediate fight. Right. Fight right out. And then Axel's there. And Heyman says that he's sorry for what will happen to Punk tonight. The only thought, the only thing that I thought was weird is he goes, all right, Axel, go tape up your fist. For a fight. And then he after, doesn't do but, it. But then he goes, after this commercial. Yeah, yeah. What? Like, how do you know there's a commercial? Uh, yeah, how do no. you know there's a commercial? And then if it's a real fight, just do it now. Just go start the fight and come back. If there's legitimate, the yeah, yeah. If there's legitimate hate, a commercial? Don't yeah. bring up a commercial. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, acknowledge it like that. They never acknowledge 
Yeah. I mean, other than the commentators, like, we gotta go to break. Well, yeah, we gotta go to break. You know, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. Like, what will happen? Hey, we, we have to leave. We have no choice here. Right, yeah. But, but this no, is like a plan. After like, commercial. Yeah, like, no. what the hell? Yeah. That was really good. I love the fight. Here's the only other thing that I didn't like about that, other than the commercial comment. Punk gets rid of Axel outside of the ring, and he's, and he's literally 10 to 15 feet away from Paul Heyman, who's in a sling, and he just stares at him. Yeah. Go get him! Go get him. Yeah. Uh, stare. There he is! Yeah. There's no Brock Lesnar. No, no Heyman, or no uh, Axel. Yeah, no, Axel's unconscious. Lesnar is perceived to be not there. Heyman's in a sling. Go get him! Go get him. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, that was that but, was a rare miss by Punk and yeah. and uh, Heyman. But the feud continues, of course, as it appears. Then we get R Truth versus Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt looks good. I mean, just putting it to Truth. I mean, just slamming around the the when R Truth was run at him, and he just kind of like shoulder checked into his like yeah that cross body oh, yeah that yeah. cross body. That's a great move of his. You know, I've I've watched a lot of his matches from NXT. That's one of his signature moves. So is that uh uh. Suplex where he doesn't even go down with him. He, he just like picks him up and throws him down too. You so. showed me that the other day yeah. on your phone. Even on your smartphone, that came across like I was like, "Wow, yeah." Like, rewind that. Yeah, yeah, he he has a lot of really cool signature moves. Unfortunately, though, like what you were, you were saying off air, he botched a couple things, and I think it was just his first match. Nerves. It was it was uh, it was camera placement right. botches. It was never really the botch. So he sets up our truth for his little. Hanging over his, um, you know, well, at first he struggles to get him on his knee. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to correct that. And I think that's what messed him up. Cause he went to go get him on his knee and he kind of like missed. And now he's it. looking off and camera. And then he like twists it a little bit to get him on his knee. And then he like realizes he's off camera. So he like swings him all the way around again right. and does it just really fast. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to pin him, but realizes part of my pin is I'm supposed to be looking at the camera. Right. And now I'm facing the camera and you hear him go, rah! Yeah. And like just turn around. Now, the coolest part of that match, though, is after he throws R-Truth into the corner, he goes, I am the new face of fear! Yes. He's great. Am I not everything I said I <laughs> yes. am? Oh, my God. I'm so interested to see where this goes. Yeah. Bray Wyatt and goes. here's the cool thing about the crowd. They were, like, on the edge of their seats, I felt. Because you could literally hear him as if he was the only person talking. You know? Right. Yeah. It, it was everyone was like, what What the hell is he going to do now? Yeah. And then when he yelled, I am the new face of fear! Yeah. People were like, "Oh shit, is he? What? Are we? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What's going on? We need to get out of here." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, good segment. I'm looking forward to Bray Wyatt. Where we go from here? But then we get to your favorite match of the night: the Usos versus Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal. Usos. Mm. And right before that was the uh, Luchadors uh, promo, or whatever the hell they're called, El Matador. Whatever. And, and that's when I was like, El "I hate Matadors. this." And then I see the Usos, <laughs> and then. My yeah. roommate, Sharkbait, was like, so what's the difference? One's, you know, Samoa and the yeah, other one's yeah, the Mexican. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, but the Usos are like real guys. Yeah. They're not trying to be a character of, uh, yeah, they're you know, just, they they're don't themselves. have, yeah, they're just themselves and proud to be Samoan. Yeah. I like that. They're not the wild Samoans. They don't have them in like grass skirts. Right. Or eating each other's heads yeah, and all you know that shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's different, but. It's, you know, the Usos are good, and they can do really good stuff. And another reason why I like them is oh, they- I want to see Jimmy just chowing down. <laughs> arr, just arr, like, arr, arr, right, arr. right, yeah, old wild Samoans. That's what they used to do. Yeah. The reason I also like them, other than that, that end spot where one of them jumps out of the ring, tags them, and then he runs into the two yeah, members. Yeah, that was cool. And then the frog splash. And it was like a no look, like Jerry Lawler said, because yeah, he was he, like, looking camera. And hung his tongue yeah, out. Yeah, that's he was a- looking camera. 
but they look normal. Yeah, they're starting to come into their own, man. But they don't look all ripped out rock like. No, yeah, no. It's like, man, I I could relate to these guys. Well, and most Samoans aren't. Most Samoans right. are bigger guys. Right, yeah. I mean, they're big like, and big over there. I like these guys. You know why? I could hang out with them. I could put some face paint on one side of my face and yeah. do some yeah. smacking on my body. Yeah, whatever that is. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Well, then we get Miz versus Wade Barrett. Yep. Uh, with my horrible British accent. Uh, Miz wins a DQ after Fondango stops the figure four in retaliation to Miz punching him the previous night at SummerSlam. We're setting up a feud here. Yeah. It appears. But man, Fondango needs to stop doing that spot all the time because, you know, Hulk Hogan, yeah, yeah, Hulk Hogan even said, the worst thing I did in my whole career was having, uh, the leg drop as my yeah. finish. And he's doing it from the top yeah, rope for God's sake. You don't sake. see Cena doing it very much yeah. for that reason, although he did do it. Right. At SummerSlam, but. But yeah, you need to yeah. stop doing that yeah, already. No, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> just no. stop doing You're that. You're too good to be doing that. Well, then we get Maddox in the back, and he tells Stephanie that security just told him that Daniel Bryan has returned to the building. She smiles and says, good, and then goes into the Mr. McMahon office. Mm-hmm. Little preface of what's to come. Yep. And which then is the. Coronation. The Randy Orton Championship Coronation. And it was a great promo by Triple H to talk about, you know, uh, I did this for you, yeah. for you. And like I said earlier, I love this. Daniel Bryan, we like you. I, we're, we're friends, man. Yeah. Just, you're not here. Yeah. Just, this is not what, this is not it's like, for you. Yeah. It, it goes back to that work atmosphere, what made Stone Cold and McMahon work, where yes. it's like, you know, I hate my boss. Well, this is, hey, man. You know, upper management likes you, yeah. but we no, want you to stay has, here and everyone else is getting the promotion. Why this works now versus then is now this fits into what a lot of people really realize is a corporate s- setting. Yeah. You've got some some schmuck above you that you know you're better than. You can do job, but it's, oh, man, hey, you know, like mm. we really appreciate everything you do. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? We're just not looking for this right now. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, man, I could do circles around these other guys. Right. Like, yeah, well, you know what? But you're doing want. great. We like you, and you're doing great. And keep improving. Keep doing what you're doing. But man. just stay right there. Oh, but just yeah, just hurry up and wait. Right. Right. And we're man, we're gonna get to you. And Daniel Bryan saying all the right things where it's okay. Well, then I will quit. I yeah, mean, this like, is what I want. You. But yeah. I can go anywhere. And he always and it always is alluding to TNA. I feel. Yeah. When he's saying that, right, I right. could always go to TNA, but he yeah. really doesn't want to. No one really ever wants to go there. No. You know, but it works because everyone's felt that way. I should get the promotion. You know what? But hey, we're man. going with this model. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. We're going with the good looking one. Well, yeah. I'm good looking, but yeah, look at Cena. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, yeah. And so I think this is working on all levels. And uh, so the coordination happens. And uh so we get the great promo from Triple H. We even get a really good one from Vince and Stephanie. Yeah. And Orton comes out. One thing about Orton though, if this is coordination, this is all serious, where are some damn pants? What yeah, the that hell? Was weird. <laughs> Everyone's in suit and ties. You're not your you're ass. Like, why are you in gear? Yeah. Yeah, your ass is in gear. Yeah. I also liked how the shield was not a part of the locker room. Yeah, they were security. Like, they were the like, yeah, security. Yeah. I thought that was Yeah, they cool. had the whole locker room lined up at the top. Right, the and then the down shields there, down there. Like bouncers. Right. Like just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then they attack Daniel Bryan. As they're calling him out, they're like, come on out of here, Daniel yeah, Bryan. Yeah, come like, on, come coaxing on. Coaxing him, playing this movie, like, come on, come on. And they're like, even get the crowd to change. Mm-hmm. Yes, from they're like, come on, man, come on, buddy. Right. Yep. And then the shield starts beating him up. And then he, and he takes out the shield, which is something Dolph Ziggler. And Big, and Big Show. Show can do, but maybe they were weakened. Yeah, you know, hey, yeah. Seth Rollins had that leg injury. You and know? he's pissed. Right. Daniel Bryan is on a mission, and like the Blues Brothers. And he, 
Oh, and I loved how Triple H was like, come on, buddy. Get yeah, in here. Come on, man. Show me those guns. Come on. Yeah, come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. Get, get in, in here. here. Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah. Come on. And then, boom, an RKO, RKO. Oh. and they just stand over him. Now, I heard a lot of backlashes. You know, Stone Cold, that wouldn't have happened to Stone Cold. Well, it's different. Stone Cold was pissed at everyone. You know, and he's a big guy, and he's you know legitimately right. badass. And Daniel Beer Bryan's a swelling, badass too, like uncontrollable guy. Right, but Daniel Bryan's just a great wrestler who just wants a shot. It's a different type of babyface. You're not gonna get the beer trucks with Daniel Bryan. Right, you're gonna get amazing matches. And I told you so. Yeah, look at my performance. I can, I'm uh, beating yeah. that guy. I'm beating Put him in this front guy, of me and I'll knock him down. Right. So it's a great little wrinkle on the boss employee. Uh, relationship, and the other part that I really like about it is Vince isn't the the main right. speaker. No, here. he's not. He's kind of in H. the backlash or background, just going, "Hey," and it's Triple H leading this charge. Yes, so. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes too. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You like that? <laughs> you like the? Uh, I see you looking at me. Funny. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell is this?" And yes. Disco Fever is uh yeah, good still old alive. Disco Inferno. He is still, still alive. alive. Calm your fears. Yeah. But we're going to come back, and we're going to get into our picks and how we fared. And then we're going to talk about, uh, just we're going to talk about post-SummerSlam and Raw for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about where things go from here, yeah? Yes. When we return to the Spanish announce table, where do you find the Spanish announce table? On the TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Yeah, yeah. What's up, people? Mr. Old School, Alter Ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. know who this is not really it's raven that's what i thought i thought it was this wait a minute, is this wcw raven ah uh, you know what I th- I, i'm not sure because i'm not sure he ever had real like his yeah. own theme music uh, in uh, was this wwe even though i don't know I you know fun fact about raven that i found out a couple days ago he's the only wrestler in pro wrestling history to have an action figure in wwe wcw ecw tna Really? Yes. Really? Fun fact. There you go. The more you know, shooting star. Woo. Nice. Yes. He's the only pro wrestler to have an action figure. WWE, WCW, ECW, TNA. I'm sure you collect those. I do. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, yeah. I do. Well, no. okay, I'll say this. I stopped when I became a freshman in high school, so 2000. But, man, I had a great collection. I had some of the best Hulk Hogan ones, but because in 1996 I was still a kid, I destroyed all of them because I was so pissed off at Hulk Hogan. But gotcha. I did have them. 
Well, let's break down how we fared in our SummerSlam. Yes, picks. you want to start with the main event. Let's go main event because I'm pretty proud of myself. You want to go main? You want me to start with that? Yes, just because I know I won. I that predicted. One. We both predicted Brian wins the title mm-hmm. via a pinfall. Yep. We both predicted a run in. Mm-hmm. Um, we were both wrong about the run in. Um, as to who? Yeah. Right. Um. But what we did afterwards was I said, we both said there would be a heel turn afterwards. Yes. I said it would be John Cena. Uh-huh. Didn't happen. Nope. You said Orton's going to come out and cash in his money in the bank briefcase. And I just thought it was too easy. I thought they'd been alluding right. to it too much. Right. And, but here's the thing. And I, and I'm going to pat myself on the back and I'm going to be a little egomaniac for a second. But I've been saying that since Randy Orton won the damn money in the bank. Like the night of at Money in the Bank, I said he's going to cash it in on Daniel Bryan because right. they had some great matches pre Money in the Bank, and I was like, man, they have to do something with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, and honestly, I just thought Cena would be the third piece. I thought it'd be a triple threat kind of thing. Right. But now that Cena's hurt, you know, it makes sense. So, yay me! I yeah. don't care. No, I like <laughs> that. Um, that netted you eight points, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So netted me six though. So I did all right in that one. You did well. Did all right in that one. We'll just start going down the list, too, the other ones. Uh, the Ambrose, Ambrose RVD match. You said Ambrose was going to win via pinfall with a shield mm-hmm. run-in. I said RVD was going to win via pinfall with a with a shield run-in. Uh, what we got was an RVD win, right. no DQ. So I got the points for the RVD win. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the points for the how. You didn't get either because you picked Ambrose. Right. Right? But we did get a run-in. But we did get a run-in. So you got a little point, mm-hmm. and I got... Uh oh! No, you got two out of there. Two. So I'll update the standings later. Um. So I scored seven out of that one, where you only came away with a measly two. Damn it! In that match, <laughs> things don't fare as well for me later. Um. We didn't get the big Henry versus Rollins and Reigns like we thought we were gonna get. Yeah, I really thought that was gonna happen. Yeah, that was gonna happen too. Maybe they'll slow. Pressure cooker, that one. Mm-hmm. But in the Ziggles, Caitlin, AJ, Big E match, you said Ziggler and Caitlin will distract AJ via false hopes of getting back with Dolph. God, that would have been cool. And then they'll get a pinfall. Mm-hmm. And I said Ziggler and Caitlin via a DQ because AJ snaps. What we did get was it was a Ziggler, Caitlin pinfall, right? Wasn't that right? Yes. Yeah. So you came away with eight there. I came away with five. Uh, yeah, because you got the pinfall and the correct winner, and I just got the correct winner. I didn't get the the right mm-hmm. way of the match. So, you won that one also. Congratulations. You're going to get this theme. Yeah, you're going to start show. noticing a theme yeah. here. Uh, Rhodes versus Sandow. We both screwed the pooch on this one. Well, because... <laughs> we both I, really I, screwed the pooch. It makes sense now. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense now. You know, Sandow has the briefcase. He can kind of just flounder a while while you push Cody Rhodes against the heel Alberto Del Rio. But we both, I think, thought that Sandow Sandow was was the guy and he was going to get the push. So So you got a big fat goose egg for that one, sir. Shit! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I scored? No. Nothing. Ah! (laughs) So neither of us got anything out of here. Next, let's talk about the best versus the beast. You predicted Lesnar winning with a Curtis Axel run-in, which you didn't get. Damn it. But you did correctly predict an F5 and a pin. Yes. So you came away with eight points. Mm-hmm. I came away with zero because I said Punk was going to win with a Curtis Axel run in via pinfall. So I came away with nothing. Damn 
damn it for you. Goose egg. So, yeah, screw you. We have <laughs> Kane versus Bray Wyatt in the Ring of Fire. Now, we both correctly predicted that Bray Wyatt would win via pinfall. I didn't get any points for my getting thrown out of the Ring of Fire. You could have predicted a run-in. Yeah. And you would have got it. Right. But you were like, no, it's Ring of Fire. Right. right. Yeah, well, I, I thought know. the fire was going to be well, I high. I thought that too. I thought yeah. they would predict him. So I said, no, he's going to throw him out. Mm-hmm. So I was banking on a point from there. I didn't get it. We both scored eight points on that. That's a wash. Then we have Christian versus Alberto Del Rio. Alberto. Now, you, I predicted Del Rio with a pinfall with a Ricardo Rodriguez run-in, but for... uh. Christian. But for Christian. Yeah. And just wouldn't, wouldn't work. So I got five because I did get Del Rio. Um, no, I only got three there. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I only got, no, five. Five points for the correct winner, mm-hmm. the Del Rio. But that's all I got. You made out big on this one because you said Del Rio got you the five points mm-hmm. by submission, mm-hmm. got you an extra three. And you even named the cross armbar, which yes. is probably fairly easy to do yeah. when you're talking about a Del Rio submission, but. Scored you the, a full nine points. There here. you go. Right? Yeah. T-Mac knows what he's talking yeah. about when it comes to SummerSlam. Um, and Natty versus Bree, we both got no points on either because we both predicted Bree would win, which didn't happen. And uh, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, Screw that, that stupid-ass match. So <laughs> at the current standings, we have the Deviant One, Captain Awesome, with 31 points. Pretty good. 31 points. Pretty good. Uh-huh. And T-Mac with four and three. What was that again? It was four three. Ah, oh, man, you have allergies or something. <laughs> three. 43? Uh, yeah. 43 points. 43. Boom, boom, double digit. So you're leading by 12. I've double gotta make up digit. Some ground. I've got to make up some ground uh, on the next uh, pay-per-view. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Please don't ever make that noise again. Uh, that's my winning noise. That's your, I don't even know what you're doing over there, noise. Uh, yeah, 43. So SummerSlam was fun. And we I'm going to update my Facebook status and just write 43 right now. Overall, we didn't do too bad. Though, I know. SummerSlam pickoffs. I mean, we got a lot of the winners right. Mm-hmm. I think we should have recognized Rhodes was probably going to win that. Um, but like we said, and what we thought is that Damien would be the, the guy. The guy. He would get the push. Uh-huh. Now, now that we think about it, it wouldn't make sense because Del Rio, we both said, would be the champion. Or did you say Christian? No, Del Rio. Yeah, Del so Del Rio. you can't have a heel yeah. and then the heel, well, I mean, you know. But, I mean, hey. Whatever. We're okay. Hey. Yep. Eh. But SummerSlam was good, man. But where do you think? I mean, like, so, okay. So we've got some big loose ends here now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Punk and Heyman are going to go on. There's going to be that battle. There's going to be probably a pay-per-view match with Curtis Axel. It's going to help out Curtis Axel. It's going to help get Curtis Axel over a little bit, probably. Yeah, because he's one of those guys where it's like, I have a title, but I don't have anyone to feud with. Kind of Dean Ambrose-like, where it's like, I have nothing really going on, but I have this title that I know people want, so what can I do with it? And it seems like they're pushing those titles to the side, at least with Curtis Axel and Dean Ambrose, and saying, you're being focused on... These bigger yes, storylines, yes, punk yes. or the WWE, as kind of the, the original ICUS title kind of things was. You're right there on that cusp, and, and it's kind of like the guinea pig. Here we're going to start putting you up against these, the big guys, the big time, right? The big time, the big show, not actually the big show, but right. You know, the big well, show. and that's what honestly I think the world title is the Intercontinental title, right? You I think they before, just, yeah, yeah. I think. That's what it is. I think Del Rio is the Intercontinental Champion. If you go back to how traditional belts would be, that's yes. what he would be. And that's why I think it makes sense for Damian Sandow to get that belt first, which I eventually think and he will. speaking of, the Road Sandow feud appears to be stalled for now, but you're, you said it earlier. Yeah, I think 
I think that Cody Rhodes and Del Rio will feud and they'll have a match and then Cody Rhodes will, you know, prevail and get the belt. Yeah. And then, you know, Del Rio will kick him or something will happen where he's incapacitated. And then that's when Damian Sandow mm-hmm. comes in. Bum, 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 cashes in. I like the idea. It sounds good. I'd buy it. I, I hope you would. Um, Ziggles, Caitlin, AJ, Biggie. Hopefully that one's, I'm, I'm hoping that one's done for now. But what do you do with Dolph? Well, you can make him kind of the second tier guy as far as going up against the corporation. You have you have Daniel Bryan being, okay, I am taking this up against Triple H, Vince McMahon, Stephanie, and Randy Orton. And so you have Randy Orton and and Daniel Bryan, but then that second tier, because the corporation, remember, they didn't go after yeah. just Stone Cold. They no. were going after everyone. Who so is, then that's when Dolph kind of so goes then who Dean Ambrose. Okay, so then are we doing this for the U.S. title? Why not? Isn't Dolph supposed to be main eventer now? Well, that's the problem with WWE. They have so many guys that they pushed, like like Sheamus. I thought that was his problem. He was too big for intercontinental championships, but he wasn't world title or WWE title, so he was too big for one and too... You know what the solution is. Get rid of the... No, you make these worth something. Right. You make these big feuds. You make Ambrose and Dolph trade it off back and forth. Make right. Make it a hot commodity again. Make it something people seek yeah. after again. And then it gives them a title to wear around that means something that people care about. Yeah. But that's where I think WWE's problem is, is they had Sheamus, Dolph Ziggler, even Jack Swagger, who's a former world champion. It's They're too big for these smaller belts, but they're not getting to push for the main event, so they just linger. Yeah. It's tough. Well, Ambrose, RVD, so I, I, th- so I think we think RVD is going up against, uh, he'll keep Alberto Del Rio busy for a while. Right. Maybe even, maybe even get the world title. It'd be why cool. Not? Hey, they, they gave him the WWE. Yeah. So why not give why him the world title? Yeah. Um, uh, Hen- Big Henry and the, and the Shield are going to continue to feud. Right. So that's where I think maybe Doff fits in. It's Big Henry and Doff versus the Shield and its corporation Shield and the second tier WWE wrestlers. Cause, Really, if you think about it, Ziggler's the small guy who's the wrestler who can put on five-star matches, fits that Daniel Bryan mode, and then you have Henry and Show, who are these old veterans, you know, putting up their guard for the establishment of professional wrestling, you know. So Christian ADR, we figure ADR and RVD, but what does Christian do? I think I, I think he does the heel turn. I think he'll go on SmackDown. They'll say, you know, you had your one shot. How'd you feel? You know, if it wasn't for these fans getting in my way and me trying to please them, you know, I shouldn't have speared them with my bad shoulder. I wish he could go back to a smarky, just smarmy. I mean, right. Like cracking jokes on people. Yeah. yeah, Being a little bit cooler than you. Right. When he was making fun of John Cena. It really helps when he has somebody alongside him, though. Tomko, someone like that. But I mean, there's plenty of people on the roster. Plug somebody in with him. Yeah. Let him yeah. be using somebody. Yeah. He, right? Yeah, there's definitely those lower level guys. He's going with the whole, guys. like, here, I'm going to try to show you the ropes, but really just using the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. would be a great storyline. But I don't know what Christian does. He's kind of up in the air right now. I don't even think Creative knows what they're going to do yeah. with him. Creative has nothing for yeah. you. Kane, Bray Wyatt. Well, we know Kane's going to make a movie. He's been drug out. Maybe we'll see him again in relation to that storyline. But what does Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family do now? I think just become that evil, demonic... Just so who's next? Everyone. Right. But who's the next pay-per-view bout? That's, huh? that's hard. I, I know, mean, right? 
See, but I, they I feel like you re- got to go higher than Kane if you want to keep building these guys. Yeah, I don't know. And Maybe. that's tough because, I mean, what are you going to do? May- who kn- You know what you could do? Turn the real Americans babyface or one of these tag teams, primetime players, and then you have, I, I, I really don't know. Maybe they go after Dolph. Maybe they go after Dolph, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But, but I think they'll just continue to be that demonic thing. And here's the thing with the the, the Wyatt family is I think they're gonna gonna be left alone as far as this corporation angle goes. They're gonna be that yeah, outcast. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't uh-huh. think Triple H will ever mention them or Randy no. Orton will ever mention them. They'll just be these guys that just wreck shit up, and then everyone's like, okay, hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, man, well, be now cool. The most important storyline. Yes. Natty and Bree. Oh, Where do we go? God. Where do we go? What do we do, man? We have to solve this. Here's the thing about the TV show. I watch it. Total yeah, views. I, I watch it too. It is good. good. It is good. I don't care, though, as far as their characters on WWE. I think the only thing is you keep pushing Eva Marie. I think out of all of this, Eva Marie becomes the star. I think this is when we look back, we're going to go, yeah, the Bella Twins, yeah, Natty, yeah, JoJo, yeah, the Funkadelics. But Eva Marie was made from this show. The Funkadelics, yeah. Eva Marie. Funkadelics, whatever. Yeah, she's got a good future ahead of her, I think. From Planet Funk. Where is Planet Funk, by the way? I'll show you. (laughs) Just come on over later. (laughs) Well, that's a good place to take a break if you ask me. We're going to come back and talk about what really matters. We're going to talk about what people really want to hear about, and that's Impact Wrestling, brother. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When we come back to the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. When you get to work, turn on the fan. John Feinstein, weekdays 8 to 11, on your new home for sports, FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Oh, yeah. Mr. Monday Night. Mr. Pay-Per-View, Mr. Mr. 420. Mr. 420. When it comes to the ladder of success, nobody gets higher than Rob Van Dam. Dam. Love it, love it, love it. Good song, too. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's a legit, like, you could hear this on a rock station anywhere you go. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's good. Well, we're going to talk about what y'all came here to hear about. TNA's Impact Wrestling. I had a cricket sound effect right now. I think I might might play it. Or someone taking a dump. Now, Impact, a lot of good spots. It was hardcore justice. I'm going to give it to him. A few things done right would have made this a really great show. And but he, they really screwed up a few spots that kind of tainted the whole thing. For you want to get right into the number one thing that screwed up the whole night for me? Or yeah, what's that? Tito fucking Ortiz. Oh, yeah. We will get into that. All Let's right, just, I mean, mean we're gonna, I want, I want the rage. We've got enough time. To I want the rage to build. <laughs> okay. Because okay? yep. they start this off. Great. Yep. Ladder match. Right? Perfect. Austin Aries, Kaz, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy. Look, I mean, well, first of all, 
what, what kind of annoyed me was they have this piece of paper on a clipboard hanging above the ring with a big number 20 printed on it for the 20 points. You're really sparing no expense. Yeah, here, yeah, Jesus. You literally went to the, you know, the laser jet and just right. printed off 20 on a piece of paper. Like, I get you can't do the briefcase <laughs> thing because that's a WWE kind of branded get thing. Get number 20, you know, like get something or two X's. Get, I'm sure you got two of the X's. Yeah, just, gra- or just have an X. Yeah. Like the ultimate X match. Yeah, something. You know? Something. Um, there was a pretty sick-sounding thud to the ring post by AJ Styles' head. Uh-huh. And he caught that. Um, I mean, I'm sure it was his hand, but, man, even the commentator good was like, Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really good powerbomb by Austin Aries to Jeff Hardy off the ladder. Um, kind of dangerous, too. Hardy's head was really close to the ropes. Yeah. Would have been, ugh. Um, crowd was chanting, holy shit, holy shit. Probably holy for two shit. reasons. One, they thought he might die, and two, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Aries had a sick drop kick to the face of AJ Styles in the mm-hmm. corner. Crowd chanting, this is awesome, this is awesome. Uh, Kazarian with a face buster to AJ Styles, who had Aries in position for the Styles Clash. So he, like, did both of them, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, that was really cool. Crowd chanting, TNA, TNA, TNA. And this is Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a standard place where you think of as a huge wrestling. They were into this. Right. TNA was off to a great start. Robert Roode and Daniels come out and they help Kazarian win the 20 points. Which is great because of the heel thing. Yeah. And so then you're like, ah, damn it, you know, whatever. They but, threw the Apple Teeny in a stick. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, not a beer. Yeah, no, it's yeah. the Apple Teeny. <laughs> and like, you know, that's a vodka based drink. So that <laughs> yeah. would burn your eyes, which is true. But it's just like, that's so funny, you know? Oh, man. And this is when TNA is the best. Get out in of ring. your way. Yeah, get out of the way of these stupid ass storylines or trying to incorporate bullshit guys that are meaningless just do great freaking wrestling night in night out and you don't even have to have strong storylines no, if have you have ones. great wrestling you know because especially with the realism stick they're trying to go with where it feels more real and it's more like you're just watching some guys in a fighting thing it can just be about you're in my competition way. yeah you're in my way yeah, yeah. i'm better I'm, than I'm you i'm going there yeah you could literally have all of these guys as far as this ladder match the whole storyline could be, I'm better than you. Yeah. No, you're not. I'm better than I'm you. I'm better than you, yeah. I will totally yeah. believe that. That's what a going fight over is. There, going over their accomplishments yeah. and everything. Yeah, that's what a fight is. Yes. I'm better than you. And that's when TNA yeah. is, honestly, that this match right here is, if they did this, this could take them to that next oh, level. Yeah, absolutely. Competing with the WWE. Yes, yes. But, I agree with you. Well, then we get a bad Chris Saban promo, and then we get... <laughs> Dixie Carter in the ring with the main event mafia, and they actually announced that Kurt Angle is going to rehab. I mean, they say it; they come out, and, and just that's go at the it. best way to do it because that's kind of back in the days in ECW when Paul Heyman would be like Sabu didn't show up. You know, he's screwing you over. It's it's the best way to like you know what? Here's a real situation. We're going to tell you really what's going on. So here it is, and Dixie Carter, who I think sucks, made it believable because it was a believable situation of what was going on. So credit to her for actually just going out there and saying, Kurt, get well, come back when you can. One thing I noticed was Magnus looked like a straight pimp with his black suit. He had like a white tie, uh-huh. a black shirt with white little pinstripes on it, uh, maroon vest. I mean, he was looking smooth. What would you think about Rampage's Rampage jacket? finally wearing a suit. But what would you think of his jacket? Camouflage jacket. <laughs> At least it had sleeves, Shawn Michaels, <laughs> right. talking to you. And I know you're listening. Right. Get the maggots out of your beard. And get some sleeves back on. Just following the buzzers. And at least come up to the level of Rampage Jackson, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> that should be your aspiration, is to at least be on the same level as Rampage be Jackson. Be as presentable as how Rampage. bad we've gotten. Yeah. Yeah, no, TNA, classic, classic. Um, Aces and Eights, they come out, they have a verbal showdown. Magnus was working the crowd pretty good. Magnus, Magnus is better. getting better. And yeah. maybe he's learning from Sting, maybe he's 
learning from someone else backstage, but he, you could tell he's, he's getting better every week. And that's at least the positive with the main event mafia. Cause if he wasn't in the storyline, I mean, what would he be doing really? But now we find out main event mafia has one week to find their fifth guy to replace Kurt Angle for the five on five loser leaves TNA next. It's Kevin Nash. I, I don't oh, know. That was geez. a joke. That was a joke. So then we get. Mickey James, Gail Kim, and ODB in a triple threat, no DQ, no count out match. And these, these ladies, these knockouts are starting to put on some good matches in TNA. I'm telling you, the knockouts are way better than, yeah. than the divas. Uh, the crowd, I heard a let's go Mickey chant, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Getting behind that, the thing. ODB hung Gail Kim up by her bra. ODB's bra. She like ripped it out, couldn't get all the way out. She's like choking her with it. And she hangs her over the side of the ring with her bra. I thought I know. that was really good. There was chairs, sticks, liquids, bras. This is a good hardcore. Man. An F5. Yeah, she did. She hit an F5 on the chair. Right. Yeah. Hey, where do I see that? Yeah, Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Are you watching TNA? Yeah, yeah I think maybe you he, are. Maybe he's jealous. Maybe he wants ODB and he wants to be like her. Yeah. Look at what I can do. <laughs> um, main event mafia back. Oh, who won that? So it was ODB who won that, didn't she? Yeah. She hit the F5 to Gail Kim. Mm-hmm. Gets the win. Good for her. Main event mafia in the back. Sting says he's going to go talk to Austin Aries about being the fifth and they don't look happy. Sting goes to Austin Aries, offers the spot. We don't really get an answer right away. Then we get Bobby Roode in the back talking about how he's going to earn 20 points in the table match later that evening, which I hadn't heard about up until this point. Table match. Then we get Main Event Mafia minus Sting in the back discussing about how they really feel about Austin Aries. Sting comes in, tells him Aries said no. Rampage says he's got an idea. Says it's their only option. And he's going to go address it in the ring right now. And I wanted to get this audio just so you could hear how terrible he was. No, I, don't I hear. mean, just terrible. And I mean, I'm, you saw it, but like, it mush mouthed his way through it. Hey you know man, I mean? we're like, we're we're both nervous out hey here. Man, hey man, hey man, we're both nervous out here talking, but we got to act like we know what we're doing. Well, so then we get a Bully Ray phone promo, which um I didn't read any spoilers, but I heard we'll have this question answered. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's in the back talking on the phone, saying "Honey, this, honey, that," talking to his love interest. Says this week is about me. Next week is about us. Uh, next week we tell the truth. At the end, he's talking to this mystery woman. He says, "Okay, I love you, Brooke." But now Brooke's fired. Now Brooke's fired. Now they already recorded this next episode, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't read the spoiler, but I heard that gets shored up. So maybe that was already mm-hmm. planned, shored up, or maybe it just yeah, end well. Yeah, I, I, if if both sides going to the Brooke Hogan being fired, if Bro- both sides said, "Hey, we're coming to a mutual agreement that you know we're going to end your contract." Then why would they continue a storyline? So maybe it's something else. You know, you said maybe it's uh, Brooke. Uh, Brooke Tessmacher. Right. Right? It could be. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. What's she doing? Being uh, hot? You she's know? with Kaz, isn't she? Oh, no, no, no. That's, um, what's her name? No. Uh, who was the one that did Bischoff three times, remember, for her spot? She was the, um, she was the knockouts law for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark hair. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Dayton Cash. But that's but that no, that's real life. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking right. storyline. What is yeah, she no, doing? Yeah, no. Nothing. I don't know. Nothing. Yeah. Just being hot. Or that's what I'm hooters. saying. Put her with Bully yeah. Ray. Rampage cuts a terrible promo. Terrible, terrible promo. Calls out Tito to be their fifth guy. Uh now these guys are just terrible. Like they're just bad. They're nervous. And you know what? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Hey, this is your first time doing it. It's kind of not your fault that you're being pushed into a segment on TNA in the ring. Do it backstage. You don't have to be out there. And so yeah. I, I give them the benefit of the doubt. They tried the best they could, but yeah, it did suck. Um, 
So Ortiz, uh, Bully Ray comes out, talks some smack. He gets Ortiz riled up, and Samojo holds him back, and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Now we get Bobby Roode versus Magnus versus Samoa Joe versus Anderson in a 20-point BFG tables match. First of all, two of them are in the main event mafia. Mm-hmm. Now, um, uh, did you know Anderson had Samoa Joe up in a fireman's carry at one point? I didn't know Anderson had it like that. Yeah. To get Samoa Joe up there like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so that he's, was he's pretty strong. I was like, wow, and Samoa Joe probably helped out a little bit. Another too, guy that could be better. Could that? Anderson. I feel like a few tweaks and he could be, when he was in WWE, he had a, he even said he had a rocket ship strapped to his ass. Mm-hmm. He was going to be something big. He's got it there. I just don't know if his desires there because he doesn't seem like he's out there trying to actively yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, yeah, he could be a really good guy. And he's even in TNA had some great matches. Him and Kurt Angle put on some phenomenal yeah. matches. Well, when he first came out and he was doing that asshole stuff, right. I mean, it was just great. Yeah. He was hitting on all cylinders. Um, bunch of good spots outside. I mean, uh, Samoa Joe was ringing the bell on Rude's junk. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw that. Like, he was <laughs> ringing the bell. And Rude was selling that pretty well. Yeah. Um, Bobby Rude moved the table out of the way just as Samoa Joe was about to put Anderson through it with a muscle buster. That was a good spot. Crowd again chanting, this is awesome. Uh, Kaz and Daniels come out. They're distracting people. Daniels hits the apple teeny again, the face of Magnus. <laughs> and uh, Rude power bombs Magnus to the table for the win and the 20 points. And this moves Bobby Rude from tied for ninth up into second place. I love it. I they're love starting it. to think forward about, okay, we need to position these people where they're going to be. Yeah, yeah. You can start to see where, the, where they're going to start playing these people. Um, now, we're in the back, and we get... Uh, Sting saying he feels like Tito's going to accept, but he just doesn't know. I just don't know. Uh, Tito accept main event mafias, you know, be our yeah. fifth. Oh, yeah. I know. Uh, and then we, we get a good segment. Anderson and Bully Ray showing some dissension. Anderson saying, uh, ask if he thinks Bully can do any better than he fared in his match. Like, you know, and Bully's like, oh, I don't know, like what, win? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, so they do a little bit of yelling at each other. So a little bit interesting there. Like things are starting to fall apart. Like, you know what I mean? Right. We got to get this title back. But then we get the steel cage match for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Bully Ray versus Chris Saban. Chris Saban! I just don't like the guy, man. I like his wrestling, but he is 1990s. He's that gimmick of, you know, Evan Bourne. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can do great spots and I can put on good matches, but uh, I have the character of Leave It to Beaver. He's, um, what's the guy from WWE? The, uh, South African. Was in the uh, Nexus. Justin Gabriel. Oh, Justin Gabriel. Yeah. 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 That's how forgettable he is. I can't even remember the guy's name who I think he Right. Yeah. No, that's, it's exactly right. So, big botch in this match, if you caught it. Uh, Saban was going for a hurricane run off the top rope, and I think Bully was going to try to uh, counter it into a powerbomb, which we saw in the Cena Daniel Bryan match, too. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and they just jacked it up. They both kind of like fall. Saban hits his head. Like, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, no, man. Like, yeah, he and, yeah, yeah. And, and Bully Ray was yelling, ah! Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they try to then switch into a hurricane. I mean, it just yeah. fails. Bully Ray landed on his shoulder, and he's screaming. And yeah. I thought he literally was hurt because yeah. he was like screaming on his shoulder. So he's selling that really well, but I thought he was legitimately hurt. Um, couple of ref bombs take the ref out of consciousness. Saban almost escapes, but Anderson slams the cage door on him, locking him in, which I thought was a good spot. And then we get Rampage and Tito to the rescue. Rampage and Tito. Sounds like a, like a buddy cop film. from. And Rampage grabs Anderson so gently and so nicely. Yeah. It's like, hey, here you go. Yeah, I'll yeah. Throw you. And then Tito 
Whatever, man. Yeah, Tito swerves. And for those who didn't see it, I'll finish it. Tito grabs a hammer, you know, grabs a hammer from his pocket or something. The hits ball ra- peen hammer yeah, that we've yeah. been seeing. Yeah. Hits Rampage in the back of the head. He goes out. Bully Ray gets a powerbomb. One, two, three. Tito comes in. They hug. Who? God. Oh, who I'm- cares? Who cares? Like, why are you doing this to us? We don't care about Tito. We kind of don't care about Aces and Eights right now. Yeah. Other than Bully Ray. Other than Bully Ray. I don't care about the aces and eights. And the only reason I like Main Event Mafia is because I'm seeing progress from Magnus. Other than that, this is stupid. And now you want me to care about two non-wrestlers. Look, I want to see their fight November 2nd, Bellator's first ever pay-per-view. I legitimately want to see it. But don't make me hate that fight because I'm seeing them so much yeah. being shit in don't TNA. Don't disgruntle me. Yeah, yes. That's a God Oh, damn it. I'm going to get so pissed well, off. I'll let the smooth, I'm almost, I'm almost hornswoggle pissed I right will now. let the smooth, easy sounds of the nasty boys calm you down. <laughs> I want to give a, I want to give a armpit. What did they call it? It was face. like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what they I don't know, it. but I want to armpit TNA. I want to throw TNA in my armpit. Well, we're going to come back for the final segment. We're going to do our final thoughts again. The finishers is what we're going to start calling us. We're going to do our finishers. Uh, when we come back, we're not going to talk about SmackDown because it was, it was, it was pre it SummerSlam. Was the show. It was all yeah. promos and yeah, yeah. It was just to get matches. you excited for SummerSlam. Nothing really big happened there, as yeah. a matter of fact, as I looked through it. So, when we come back, the finishers are finishers. Yeah, yes. Know, it seems like it doesn't have a nice ring to it. We'll get know. something there. We'll get some. We're going to come back with our final thoughts on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network on trendingtopicsnetwork.com. Wrestling fans, are you scouring the internet looking for places to buy your favorite wrestling-related merchandise? Well, look no further, because you can find all the wrestling merchandise you could ever need at ShoppersHideout.com. That's S-H-O-P-P-E-R-S-H-I-D-E-O-U-T.com. ShoppersHideout.com. At ShoppersHideout.com, you can find WWE and TNA replica belts, replica masks, life-size cardboard stand-ups of your favorite superstars and or wrestlers, t-shirts, pants, action figures, buttons, pendants, bracelets, and so much more from superstars like CM Punk, Randy Orton, Triple H, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Edge, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Don't walk around town wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Log on to ShoppersHideout.com and buy yourself a Jeff Hardy t-shirt. And while you're there, get a replica of the WWE Raw Spinning Championship belt and wear that too. And then I can promise you that everyone you meet will be talking about you. And it's all because you shop at ShoppersHideout.com, your source for everything wrestling. ShoppersHideout.com. Taka's music reminds me of Nintendo games. Like yeah, early school Nintendo games. But I mean, it, when you hear it, it's got a groove. Oh, and that first. Ah! Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm, I'm bopping. And Man, he's a good wrestler too. He was. Hey, he had a swerve on uh, join the uh, Million Dollar Man, didn't he? Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was good. He was serviceable as a mid card guy. Music was a little cheesy, except for that. Just another classic example of WWE just taking racial stereotypes. Right, yeah. Uh, we need a Native American. How about we do Tatanka? Yeah. Wasn't he Mexican too? Like, wasn't he? I think so. I <laughs> think so. I mean, his last name Chavez. Yeah, Tatanka Chavez. <laughs> WWE. He had a WrestleMania match with Shawn Michaels. 
Did he really? Yeah, WrestleMania, the one outdoors. I can't remember the number off the top of my head. And for wrestling fans, please don't kill me. seven or something. Yeah, the, the one where Hogan beats Yokozuna at the know. very yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. Tatanka, Shawn Michaels, though. Um, so the finishers. The finishers. What are your final thoughts? I think my final thought is, and my finisher will be, I think... I'm going to start to miss John Cena. Say what? I know. I, Say what? I kind of wait, wait a minute. 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 What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're serious. You're gonna. Okay. okay. I think I'm gonna miss John Cena. Paul, say something stupid. Because <laughs> you just said. Here's the thing, John Cena. Even though the character is stupid, and it's stale. He brings in that element of main event feel. He does. He is, he's who you get a Daniel Bryan over. Right. On. And he's the one that you get the Rob Van Dams, you know, a few years back and the CM Punk's over. Yeah. And so I think I'm going to miss that. Ah, oh, Jesus. I got to see this guy. Cause yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like, you hate it. You he hate makes it. Makes it easy to root for somebody. But then when it's gone, then you miss it a little bit. And right. so. You know, my hope is, is he does get healthy. He stays gone long enough to really make him, make me miss him. Cause if he is back next week, I'm going to be pissed. Right. I'm like, what the hell? No, he's gone. But if he's gone. Well, whether or not he'll make appearances and stuff, but he needs some time off, I think. I hope he goes away for a long enough period to where it's like, man, I miss the let's go Cena. Cena sucks. I miss, I will probably miss that. So I'm hoping they can repackage him. And here's the thing. Like we said with the SummerSlam as being potentially, you know, that turning point for the company as far as if they let these young talents, the Shield, the Dolph Zigglers, and all these guys shine and then really bring it into the next wave of whatever WWE's era is, this is another huge thing with John Cena. If they bring him back, kind of like, not with the, the Kofi way, but the, here's John Cena, yay! But if they bring him back as in... He joins the corporation, does the mm. heel turn. Mm. Oh my God, minds will be blown. Yes, yes. Everything will be amazing. Because the last time I can remember Cena really getting a huge pop was when he made that surprise the appearance Royal at the Royal Rumble. Because yes. everyone going into it thought it was Triple H's Royal Rumble. Right. You know, he's the one that's he's in there win. clearing house. Yeah, he's clearing house, and then you know. Six and all that stuff. (laughs) For people who don't know what that means, every time he throws up his hustle, loyalty, respect, three fingers on each side, and he turns to the crowd and throws it up, I always yell, six! Six. (laughs) It's so stupid. (laughs) But if they do something big with him, brings him out of the crowd to disrupt the Randy Orton Corporation takeover. Even if he comes back as the baby face, but he does it in a cool way to like... After they've been here running the roost for a while. Right, now. yeah, and here's the, the super Cena coming back. I think I'll I'll like it here's for a little thing. bit, but if he comes back as a heel, that'll be amazing. But my point is, this is very crucial to, one, the Cena character, right, and two, the WWE brand. I think, here's what I do. All right. Let me hear it. It's that running theme you were worried mm-hmm. about. Yes. You have Cena go away. Yeah, he's going to be gone. The corporation's running the roost. Everybody right. fails. Now, you build some people along the way. They have valiant efforts. They become big, strong. You're Daniel Bryan's. You're Dolph Ziggler's. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cody Rhodes. Um, these guys that you need to build and give some to the other guys that have been hanging around. Um, Punk, even. Mm-hmm. You can go up against them. But you have them putting people down. They're just unstoppable. 
John Cena comes back, surprise entrant, Royal Rumble. I'm going to the thing, facing you, whoever the corporate champ is at the time. Randy Orton could have lost it and got it back at this time, whatever. Right. Maybe not. I mean, it's only, you know. Yeah. WrestleMania is what? Eh, it's half a year away. Yeah. be a long title run. But if you're doing this corporation angle, unstoppable, mm-hmm. could go that way. Randy Orton, I feel, could carry that. Then you have, then you have the Cena heel turn corporation. At WrestleMania. Corporate champion at WrestleMania 30 when the entire world is watching. And they say, I got to see what happens on Raw. Right. But my thing, but my point about Cena is, and that's a great idea. I really do like it. But my point about Cena is, is in three weeks, I don't want to see him doing a promo where he's lifting weights and he's, he's, you know, Hey guys, uh, never give up. Never I'm give up. weightlifting I'm here. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll see you at whatever. You know, don't do that. Literally keep him off television. Don't even make mention of him on your little fun facts. You know, John Cena's five million followers on Twitter, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't even mention him. Make him be forgotten about. Obviously, he'll never be forgotten right. about. But make him go away. But here it is. You have to do something big. If you just bring him back and go, next week on Raw, John Cena, and then, you know, and then, hey, guys, I've been working out and, you know, training and saying my six. prayers. Yeah. And I've been saying six and all this stuff. And I'm coming I'm back for the title. with Nikki. And- right. And I'm coming back for the title. Well, damn it. You just shit the bed. But yeah. if you do something... Oh my God! Ish, you know, yeah. heel turn, yeah. or even hey, everyone's beating him down in Ultimate Warrior run in type yeah, style, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do who something knows here, like that. though, because Cena's gonna have this time off, time to reflect, think about what just happened. Daniel Bryan, this guy passed him by in popularity. Oh, easy. And as he's telling people, "I'm leaving," he's hearing, "Yes, right, yes, yes." Now, there's always that contingency, but this was the whole crowd. I yeah, mean, like, I mean, it might have been the whole crowd, but it was a lot. He's got to be thinking. Hey man, it's coming close. At some point, I've got to do at something. At some point, different. like we, we okay, so we say they've got to stall out the heel turn. It's got to be the exact right time. But at some point, you miss the boat. Right. At some point, it's not going to be as impressive. Yeah. You know, a perfect example of that was when Goldberg and WCW went heel. Yeah. Everyone was like, "Well, you missed that." So when did he really become a top tier baby face main eventer? Or at four or five? Oh, four or five? Yeah. Maybe oh three somewhere around that range, right? Yeah. Early two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. We're going on a ten year run. Yeah. I would say when John Cena really took over the company as the main guy was 2005. Yeah. You know, so there you go. So and we're eight years into this. Eight years into it. And, and that's yeah. a long time in today's day. And this will be his longest, I, off the top of my head, I think this is going to be his longest time away. Away. He so, had that shoulder he, surgery before he came back from the Rumble. How long was he gone? It was a while, wasn't it? I think it was only three months, was though. Was it really? Yeah. Because I remember months. thinking, like, wow, he came back really quick. Um, I'd have to look that up. But I feel like this is the most important time for John Cena's character and WWE's growth because what could easily happen is takes us time off like you said we were, we're building up Daniel Bryan we're, we're building up Dolph Ziggler but then Cena comes back and everyone goes okay everyone go back to your old seats uh you know Cena's gotta here make room for Cena yeah, gotta make the room and then we go back to Cena Orton well then we go back to Cena Orton which we saw in 2007 2008 I'm a big there fan. There was a span of, I think, 14 straight pay-per-views where one of them was in the main event. Right. Y- yeah, exactly. If not both. And I'm a big fan of doing one more match between the two of them because I like the nostalgia feel. You know, it's a good and, rivalry. And it was a very good rivalry. One of those all-time WrestleMania. greats. Right. But, WrestleMania. But you can't go back to that. So this is yeah. very important for the WWE, I think. So that is my finisher. My finisher is centers around the SummerSlam that we've had here. SummerSlam, the build for this pay-per-view was epic. Very. All the matches seemed, I mean, the majority of the matches were exciting for me. 
Mm-hmm. I was getting into it, and I've started to notice kind of a trend of that over SummerSlam lately. I think SummerSlam should be, and they can start making it such. It's almost our smart wrestling fan, the smartest people. It's our WrestleMania. Right. WrestleMania has gone to the media. It's here we're putting this on, so the rest of the world, people who don't normally watch. Yeah, this, this is when you see you. Mike is, Tyson yeah. or you know uh, who is the girl from Access Hollywood, Maria Menounos yeah, yeah, or whatever. Well, That's she what was you at see SummerSlam. Her. Right, but she wasn't in a match. Right. She was like in the pre, like the yeah. pre stuff, but. um this is for us. We got to see matches that we wanted. This card, if this had been the WrestleMania card for this year, I would have been way happier than I was with the WrestleMania card that we got. Well, the WrestleMania card I thought was very, very sloppy and last minute put together, but that's another. Topic. And I really like what they're doing. This thing's 26 years deep. Own yep. this up. This is your second biggest pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It's halfway through the year. Go make some money off this. This is a big spot. It's in LA. We got celebrities. This is what it's about, but center this around the WWE product. This isn't about putting Pete Rose in a match against Kane. This isn't about, you know what I mean, getting the rock here so we can see it. This is people we have now. This is what we're doing, and this is the best of the best of what we're doing inside the WWE confines. Yeah. This is our biggest this is when, in that aspect. Yeah, WrestleMania is when Punk will get the main event, but SummerSlam right. is when you get to see Dolph Ziggler shine. Yes. Kind of thing. Mania is when we put on our show for the world to watch. Right. SummerSlam is when we put on, the world can watch if they want it. This is for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. this is the pinnacle of our... Cause, and it works out really well, too, because post-mania is when you start building those people. Yep. So it's the buildup of all that. Who have we built? And here's the best that we can do now. Because now after this, now they see mania in them. In yeah. Things. They, they, well, they're going to start thinking about the Rumble and the Survivor Series and that kind of stuff. But, like, you know what I mean? That's the near future. And it's who do we need to have in place for that so that they can be in place ready for WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of that slowly thing. So... SummerSlam, to me, has got to be a big deal. Keep making it a big deal. Push this into the thing. Have your video game releases, your big SummerSlam access like mm-hmm. you did, a week-long event. Which right. Is, you know I mean? They don't do this for these other pay-per-views. You know what I mean? If they yeah. do, they're not as big. I mean, have, have it all out and make it, this is for us, SummerSlam. That's my final thought. I like that. Of that, yeah? Yes, very yeah. much so. I'm I'm very excited. And I'm looking forward to c- kind of like these loose ends where Christian, Bray Wyatt's. I'm really excited to see... Where they go from here, because you know Bray Wyatt. If if you didn't know, that's Triple H's new pet project. Yes, that's yes, one yes. of his things, and his two previous ones was Karma and uh, and Sin Cara, and they have both. Yes, they have both crapped out and kind of went away. Karma wasn't his fault. Karma had a baby and then said, "I'm kind of done with this right now," and so that's not his fault. But Sin Cara definitely is. So it'll be interesting to see where Christian goes. Where. Uh, Bray Wyatt goes where Dolph Ziggler goes. Yeah, you know, I'm so. interested to see it all. A lot of good things came out of SummerSlam. I think. I mean, obviously, not everything we wanted to see happen happened. Obviously, right. but I mean, but you're those never two, gonna get that. I think we'll look back on SummerSlam and go, man, Punk Lesnar and John Cena, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that brought was a match. It. That was they a match. Brought it. Yeah, that uh, we were sitting in, watching it on a computer even, and yeah. just going crazy like yeah. uh, bad. I mean, the audio was. Okay, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, no. It was, it was great. It was very good. SummerSlam. And you know what else I love? Spanish announced table. Spanish announced table, senor. And one thing before we get out of here. Remember, guys, if you're listening to this and you want to talk to us and let us know, write us letters, write us on Facebook, write us on Twitter. We're very interactive and we'd love to answer your questions. So please. Uh, let us uh, hear from you ASAP. Tableshow at gmail.com. Yeah, write us. We'll we'll read it. Yes, at Table Show on Twitter. Send us a direct message. Mm-hmm. Mention us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at 
the awesome voice. You're at Titan T Mac. Yep. You can find us on trendingtopicsnetwork.com. It's the Trending Topics Network. There's subscribe buttons if you want to do it iTunes or, or whatever else you want to do instead of just going to that site. We're anywhere and everywhere. And we're awesome. We are. We are awesome. We're more awesome than uh, The Miz. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> it's not saying much, but we're still good. Really? <laughs> Shut up. Really? <laughs> really? Really. Really. Yeah. Well, that's it. That is really all we have time for on the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. We will see you next week. Jump on that hoe train. <laughs>